welcome to Fate Moon Archive, a podcast about waiting through 20 years of Type Moon. I'm your host, Fen, and joining me is... Your other host, Ben Enns. Today, we're continuing with Tsukihime. We made it through day nine of the Arcade route last time. Which was probably the worst that the routes are going to get. Or, the, not the worst that the routes are going to get, the worst that Arcade's route is going to get. It sure is. it's only down from here. The worst that the routes are going to get, as far as I've heard. Um... <laughs> Our goal for today is to get through days 10 and 11, the epilogue, and do some wrap-up on Arcade's route as a whole. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, we have high hopes for this episode. Uh, that said, this route, in general, has content warnings for at least sexual assault, gore, violence, incest, child abuse, sex scenes with underage characters, misogyny, and death. So be aware of that. <laughs> Let's get into day 10. Day 10. Uh, is it day 10 already? It sure is, Ben. We're almost we're almost on the other side of this thing. <laughs> well, we're almost on the other side of one root of a five root game that is the beginning of this podcast. That is fair. We've I, almost started this thing, Fen. <laughs> I think so we are going to other routes are going to go more quickly, both as we True. get practice and also just as, like, we run out of things to talk about. I am uh -huh. sure. I say that now. Uh, look forward to our 25-hour uh, <laughs> um, Akiha route <laughs> episode. Jeez, we just, like, talk about how awful it is for... No, I I'm thinking that probably uh, they will be shorter in the future, but also it's the same number of episodes, just shorter episodes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to saddle our listeners with three five-hour podcasts, eh, like three four-hour podcasts again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Two hours. Two hours. Two hours is a, nice is a good number. number. I mean, honestly, we we could we could probably split this up into into six episodes. Yeah, but no, we're not, <laughs> not going to do that. Day ten. Vermilion Crimson Moon 2, Saturday, October 30th. Shiki once again wakes up in his bed at the house feeling shitty. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't have yeah. anything to say about this. I I was going to make a, a joke about um, something relating to him always waking up feeling shitty and, you know, uh, but I didn't. Uh -huh. That was, yeah. He... He really does, though. And this is somehow the shittiest he's ever felt. I... Yeah, I mean, fair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's no... Unlike the time he murdered Archeid, he doesn't have this, like, ooh, maybe it was a dream thing going on. No, he definitely sexually assaulted her last time, and it uh -huh. sucks. That sure did happen. So, he gets up, and he's like, oh, I'm never gonna see her again. It's like, probably... Probably not. You don't really deserve to, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, think, I know yeah. that he will. Obviously. We talked about it last time, and, like, both of them have fault, but, like, mm -hmm. at, at some point, maybe the two of them shouldn't see each other anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how right you are, Fen. So, we get a really interesting thing once he gets to school, because he... Shiki talks to Arihiko and is like, oh, how's what's CL been up to? And Arihiko's like, She-L? Oh. What are you talking about? It's very good. Because CL has just 
Yeah, there was she was, you know, in an upperclassman. So mm-hmm. there's like that 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 degree of a little bit of a remove. And I believe that she even even uh, foreshadows this at the very beginning of the game when he's like, huh, weird that I haven't heard about a third year beauty before. Uh huh. Yeah, there's this great moment early on where he's like, oh, who's this strange girl? And then she's like, don't you remember me? And he's like, oh, yeah, I know your name. And we've met before, and all of a sudden they're very familiar. Yeah, which is, I don't know, I, I've i definitely done that with people, where I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I just needed, like, a, a second to be like, that's who you are. Yeah, but, the good thing about it is that it's subtle. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, the thing is, that takes a very different uh, uh, connotation <laughs> with... <laughs> With suddenly Arahiko just not knowing who she is, despite a day earlier having a crush on her. Yeah, no one in the school knows who she is. She's not listed. He, like, sneaks into the office and she's not on any of the paperwork okay, or any I was, classes. I was trying to think about if that was a thing that I did in Fate Extra or if it also happened here. Ha! The answer is it happens in both places. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Looking for different names. He also only just has realized that CL is not Japanese and that that's not a Japanese name, which I think she may have been messing with his head to make her not stand out more. Yeah, that must be it. Because, Mm -hmm. yeah, I I don't know that how you could hear CL and think, ah, yes, a native Japanese person. Mm -hmm, Mm hmm. Yeah, so he's a little bit shook up by this, but, you know, it's still overshadowed by how he feels about uh, Archeid, because, again, this isn't CL's route. Mm -hmm. This is the bit I was talking about in the first episode where I was like, CL just sort of dropping out of importance in this route makes the reveal of her disappearing less impactful. Yeah, and it is definitely, I don't, Shiki has not been at school, so how do you attach him to cl yeah. uh or how do you have her pop up in a in a way that doesn't feel like oh there's a lot more going on with her and like we're yeah uh mm-hmm. but it is definitely it's definitely a weakness let's say of games like this where it's like oh well now you're on arcia drought and all of the other girls cease to exist more mm-hmm. or less yeah and also we get stuff like uh, we we start finding more stuff out about CL that probably would have been more impactful if she was a main character. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so, it's the... And I, if you did the CL route first, you would get a bunch of shit about Archeid that would be more impactful if you would play that route first. So I was literally about to say, I bet we get a bunch of things on the CL route that do impact us because we played this route first. Uh-huh, uh-huh. In a way that they would feel not like out of place but kind of like you're telling me a lot about this character who i haven't seen in you know two days or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, two in-game days yeah yeah so he is shook up and wanders home still still feels like shit but he does decide to go to the park and wait until 10 o'clock as he promised and promised that he would never break another promise mm-hmm and we get the first choice of uh, day 10. Does he wait longer or does he go home? Ben, how could... You... Well, okay. The healthier choice is probably go home. There's <laughs> Probably. The... Yeah, like... 
they clearly both have the hots for each other, but also there's, yeah. I don't think that they should stay together, is do you wanna, my hot yeah. take. Do you want to talk about what happens if you do leave? I would love to. I, uh, unfortunately waited all three times. Uh, oh, did did, you not do it at all? I did look at that route, or at this bad end, eventually. I do not remember what it is. Alright, so, bad end for day ten. He decides that, Shiki decides that when she said forget it yesterday, she meant forget everything. Their, Their connection, helping her with everything, and he just goes... He leaves and hopes that he goes to bed and hopes that tomorrow will be a better day. And then we get a not a fake out day 11 n- named Cream. Huh. Uh-huh. He is having some kind of like horrible experience in his sleep. His like head is pounding and like memories are flashing through his his uh brain and we get the feeling that his his memories are being erased. Oh, right! Yes! This, yes. This mm-hmm. bad end rules. <laughs> uh-huh. He wakes up with no memory of having met Archeid or the last couple days being unusual at all. No memory uh-huh. of anything magical that happened this, to him. This is the bad end that I mentioned in, I I believe, episode one, when I said uh, uh, Shiki and Arihiko do, in fact, get yeah, one uh-huh. ending that they happily get married and stay uh-huh. together. And it's this one. <laughs> Yeah, Kohaku and Akiha were there taking care of him all night because he was, like, sweating and twitching and, refu- like, couldn't wake up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, <laughs> it's because she's using her mystic eyes of enchantment to uh, wipe his memories, probably while sitting on the tree outside or something. Uh, did we mention that the, the way the eyes of enchantment work is that they only need to look at you? You don't have to look into their eyes? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Maybe we didn't, but that is, that is in fact, an important fact. distinction. So he is like, oh, I feel like I'm forgetting something and goes to school. And then there's this like horrible, like all caps flash of, did you forget something? And he just keeps going about his day. He feels like someone's watching him as he arrives at the school and he turns around and there's no one there. And it ends. He just goes back to his normal life after that. Mm-hmm lives a normal life forevermore this is the last bad end in this route it is the second to last bad end second to last yep what's the last bad end um let's see uh oh yes the the last bad end is the one that we talked about last time never mind oh okay okay so it does technically take longer to get to it yeah the decision that you make is is before this one. The the mm-hmm. actual bad end is after this one. Is after. So yeah, CL uh is saying <laughs> CL was like, hey, you're almost at the end of the game, but like don't don't like rush to get through it. Don't push yourself too hard. And me at 4 a.m. playing the end of this game was like, sorry, CL. <laughs> I'm finishing tonight. Did you? There's how? Uh, no, it wasn't actually 4 a.m. at that point, but it okay. was by the time I finished easily. Okay. I was gonna say, if it was 4 a.m., like, that's like, that's like, a, there's a good chunk left. Fen, I didn't go to sleep until like 5 in the morning or 5.30 that day. Anyway. Anyway. CL in the lesson is like, um, 
oh, I hate Ark, but like you've come this far, you gotta stick it out for her. And notably, we don't see the little Neko Ark this time. Yeah. She's, even, she's gone. Even Comic Relief Ark is uh, busy doing other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's uh, that's what happens if you decide to go home instead of waiting for Arky at all night. <laughs> you monster. You monster. Um, yeah, so, after choice one, you choose to wait more, you get a choice two. Do you want to wait even longer? It's 11 o'clock now. Ben, what'd you pick? Wait. Obviously. It's 12 o'clock. Do we wait even longer? Of course. Of course you wait even longer. It's the Archaid route. So he decides he's going to wait until the sun rises. And in that moment, he sees a flash of movement in like behind a bush or something like that. And no- knowing that she's caught, Archaid just sort of pops out, uh, acting like nothing's wrong. She's very cute. Uh-huh. She's been hiding here the whole time, waiting to see if he would stick it out. Mm-hmm. I I love her. She's she is the thing dragging me through this route at this point. Absolutely. Like a cat dragging a mouse. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so we get this moment again from the, the last bad end, the we talked about it last episode. Where she's being playful, he feels awful, he's like, I never, I thought I'd never see you again. She's like, oh, what, because I was late? And he wants to talk about what happened yesterday, and she's immediately, her, like, veneer of being okay falls apart. Which is understandable. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, I just... <sighs> He says he can't just forget it. He wants to, like, apologize more. He wants to make it up to her. Uh, and, and he, like, is putting together that she was only acting normal because she was... She's blaming herself and doesn't want to upset him. Yeah, which is... Ugh. Uh, like, also bad is when she gets blushy talking about it. Yeah, there's... There is a... A, mm, a tonal shift of... From... I'm really sorry, apologetic, like, super sad and, and conciliatory. That's maybe mm-hmm. not the right word. But two, we're blushing because we want to fuck each other. Mm-hmm. And then the dead show up, and so now it's fight time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, it's not like he stole a kiss, you know what I mean? And it was kind of bad, but not that bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's... I mean, like, all of this is, like, we get, like, one page, one or two pages of each of these emotions, and it's just, mm-hmm. or, like, each of these tones, and it's just, it's, it sure is a scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it really, the way that it's, uh, oh, it's fine that you sexually assaulted me because actually I'm attracted to you, uh, uh sucks. It really sucks. So yeah, they get into that fight with all of the dead that uh, Archie had forgot to ensure were truly defeated yesterday because of everything that happened. Uh, Archie's for some reason getting her ass kicked. Shiki manages to barely save her. And we get the exact same scene as in that bad end where she tears his throat out. Where she grabs him and is freezing him in place with her mystic eyes and is about to eat him. (laughs) I'm going to be eaten. This is what it means to be preyed upon. <laughs> Damn. Uh-huh. 
I, I said, uh, after reading that line, I wrote down, good, you've been preying on her this whole time, you fuck. Yeah, I... Again, that banner is deserved in more than one way. Uh, but I get that... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... I think the first time she threatens to drink his blood, it is, like, there's actual tension there that I can believe and mm-hmm. feels great to read. This time it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like when they remind us that Archeid is a monster. Yeah, she rules. Uh-huh. So, there's an explosion, and they're knocked apart. And CL has saved him. Uh-huh. And uh, it's not CL like we know before. She's a Catholic murder robot now. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. I need you to read the, the note that you left before that. Okay, okay. What did I say? Oh, yeah, I said, uh, CL accuses... Wait, no, no. (laughs) I'm reading the wrong spot. When CL comes and interrupts them, I said, CL, babe, please. I know it's hard to pick up on social cues. I can't either, but please let me have this. I'm begging you, CL. Just let let Shiki die, and then you can attack our kid. (laughs) Presumably she does in that bad end. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that that's exactly what happens. Or that she's, mm-hmm. like, you know, a, a millisecond later. That's mm-hmm. whatever, but... Because of karma. Yeah. Um, but yeah, CL is a Catholic murder robot. <laughs> well, so, actually, returning to that, I think, the actual difference is that Archie does pause for a second in this route, in the mm-hmm. actual route, and, like, doesn't in the bad end. I see, I see. There is a second for CL to knock her off of Shiki. Mm-hmm. Right. CL accuses Ark of trying to kill Shiki, which isn't 100% wrong. She says she wasn't intending to kill him. And CL's it's... like, was she intending to kill you, Shiki? It's flirting, Ben. <laughs> They're flirting. High stakes flirting. Um, Yeah, she's trying to get Arkia to a wet she's trying to chase Arkia off shiki's like your outfit's dumb and also you don't understand what's going on so you should back off a little cl mm-hmm. and shiki's like Arkia's never had human blood and cl says that while she's had no human victims in the last 800 years shiki is wrong about her never having human blood which is really interesting <laughs> Shiki doesn't give her uh, any, any, he's just like, no, shut, shut up. I'm here because I want to be, and I'm not scared of Archeid. Well, he is scared of her, but you know what I mean. He's like a little scared of her. She is an immortal monster. Yeah, but yeah, she's an immortal monster who hates that she's an immortal monster. Mm-hmm. CL kind of like backs off a little bit and then asks Archeid if she intends to stay by Shiki's side after this incident. Archeid takes one look at Shiki and runs the fuck away. Yeah, and then CL turns to Shiki and is like, uh, so? Shiki tries to chase, but CL pins his shadow to the ground with one of the black keys, and he can't move because he's stuck to his shadow. I love, I love those swords. They're both, they look cool as hell uh, when you're holding three of them between your fingers, and also they let you do cool things like pin somebody's shadow to the ground. Uh Uh-huh. He's trying to get the sword out, but only CL can do that, so he's stuck. And CL kind of, like, snaps back to having emotions again. 
uh, she starts being like normal CL and is like kind of yelling at him for going overboard <laughs> and is more understanding than the like very cold version of her that we've seen in yeah. her exeg- exorcist garb. I think it's yeah, it's an interesting like, oh, I wasn't I wasn't. Yeah, you said kill a robot murder ro- Catholic murder robot earlier. I did say that. Uh, I was in Catholic murder robot mode, but now there's a human in front of me, so I can mm-hmm. be, I can, like, indulge in my humanity a little bit. Also, mm-hmm. I still kind of have a crush on you because I have a route, and I want mm-hmm. you to know that you should come play my come route check next. That out. This is advertising. Yeah. <laughs> for the next route. So, CL's like, I don't hate Ark, but I have to stop you from chasing her for the both of you. And Which, like, yes, okay, is what out. I've been saying. <laughs> uh-huh. She's not wrong. <laughs> He's like, who are you actually, CL? And she's like, well, yeah, I am. I am one of those exorcists from the church that Ark is so uh, cautious about. Not afraid of, but nervous about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so CL tells us some more stuff about vampires. A lot of the same stuff we've already heard. She does say that vampires don't Becoming a vampire doesn't really give you special powers, but uh, your special powers will strengthen over time, even yep. if they were dormant. Yeah, I feel like I we've that, heard that before, but yeah, I'm wrong. I think I mentioned it, but I think this is where it gets first okay. explained. Yeah. Uh, I think the mystic eyes of enchantment are probably the exception to that, because all vampires have that, apparently. Yeah, which does seem to be a thing that is like you you do in fact get those by becoming a vampire unless like all hu- almost all humans have that trait as dormant yeah i'm wondering that that may in fact be it because especially since uh even dead apostles uh eyes aren't that strong mhm so she explains a little bit about the vampires, and she talks about one of the dead apostles in particular who was obsessed with immortality even after achieving immortality. He wanted a different, better version of immortality, which, fair, it sucks to be a dead apostle, it kind of seems like. Yeah. yeah. But everything that lives is doomed to die. So he started looking into, this vampire she's talking about started looking into reincarnation. This is the serpent. Every time he dies, he takes on a new body. He become he takes over a, a new person and is reincarnated. Yeah, this part rules. It's very it's interesting. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I yeah, I think I said in episode 1 that I thought by generation cuz hmm, chaos, chaos mentions that that a different generation of uh the serpent helped him. And I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, okay." Uh, those must be titles that the church, uh, you know, gives and, and yeah. And whoever kind of kills the old dead apostle gets the new title. Uh, as it turns out, no, (laughs) he's just, he keeps reincarnating. The soul is inherited in this case. Uh huh. Yeah. Apparently, uh, he chooses a baby. The baby grows up normal until it's an adult and then transforms into the serpent. He, the, his innovation is that he has processed his soul into transmittable information, which sounds like an unpleasant process to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sounds a lot like beloved character 1415 from hmm. 
Twilight Mirage, but uh huh, and it did it worked. It out worked out great so for well for them. Just just such a happy ending. Mm-hmm. So Archeid's been chasing him ever since he first emerged. She's killed him seventeen times, but he comes back every time like a weed. Uh, CL also has a personal grudge against him, apparently. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure that we'll find out more in CL's route because it is presumably has the same big bad that this one does. So mm-hmm. we will find out more about her grudge, I assume, next time. Yeah, it's he's such a pain in the ass to find because every time he reemerges, he has a perfect cover. He has a life. He has a family. No one knows that anything's gone wrong until he's eaten an entire town of people. Yeah, which is. Yeah, it's. I don't want to say cool, because, like, uh, I don't know that going around killing an entire town of people is, like, a good thing to do. No. But... I, I would I would make the controversial argument that it's a bad thing to do, Fab. Yeah, it might be a little bad, but it does seem like a really good way to, to you know, stay safe. <laughs> yeah, right. So... Additionally, we find he sort of replaces the baby's soul at birth with a copy of his own soul or something like that, because he, I, he doesn't get the memories until later. Yeah, but the baby is still him and grows up. And we <laughs> fate's nature versus nurture argument is that even though it's the same soul, he can kind of be a different person depending on how he's raised and the circumstances around him. And he yeah. also different genders. I didn't. Not 100% understand this part. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ultimately, it's still him and carries a copy of his soul, but there's sort of a transfer of memory that happens later. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Is there a transfer of memory that happens later? He always keeps a perfect record of his memories, yes. Okay, I missed that part. But even when... So when one serpent dies and passes on everything to the other serpent, the the second serpent has all the same memories, but can have a totally different personality and uses those memories differently. Okay, that's mm-hmm. the, that's the, yeah, okay. I don't know what happens if the kid he chose grows up and the original serpent is still alive, or the last serpent is still alive. I think it sounded like it was just... Uh, they just kept living their life. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. The serpent always picks wealthy families and families with natural magical abilities, not mages, but people with things like, I don't know, mystic eyes. Huh. Sounds a lot like somebody we know. Uh, uh yeah, his full title is the Serpent of Akasha, the ser- uh, Infinity, <laughs> and his name is Michael Roa Valdamjong his human name was i think we mentioned that last time but just yeah such good names i love Mm -hmm. i love the absurdity of fate names fate western Mm -hmm. names yeah and roa is well okay there's there's a blurry bit where cl says that roa goes to school with shiki because cl has a better sense uh for these things than arc does and found out that he's there, but mm-hmm. also kind of implies that Shiki might be the host. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's. There's a lot going on. <laughs> uh huh. And then she like immediately is like, "Well, actually, no, you're not the host." It's like it's like this weird 
So I literally, I, in my notes, is incredible. Shiki has to kill himself? And then the next line is, oh, or not? <laughs> uh, because there's definitely a, like, she almost says Shiki is the host, but mm-hmm. not you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, there's this great line. You were the one killed, yet you are the one who survived. <laughs> Which is a lot. Uh-huh. she says that directly about him his memory of the summer day right yes yeah the other the the circadas the the dead kid the dead kid is a sibling that yeah yeah this is where we find that out uh-huh mm-hmm. and that uh shiki was supposed to die in that situation but somehow that kid ended up dying I don't think she fully explains that here. No, she doesn't. No, because we find out about it later. Yeah, I think CL doesn't even know what totally what's up. Yeah. But yeah, there's another dead kid. Uh, there's another dead kid who ended up being the serpent. Shiki's brother. Mm-hmm. She, but yeah, CL also says something weird about how she could be wrong because Shiki's so normal. I, I'm not really sure. The, this scene was very confusing to me. Yeah, I can't tell if it's the translation slash writing is unclear or if she is uh kind of hedging her bets i think she's i think it's both yeah yeah or both both is also an acceptable answer to be mysterious Mm -hmm. about what's going on here it's like you've got we you do have a good reveal coming up you don't have to like dodge back and forth like that moment of being like oh is shiki is the reason shiki's all messed up because he's secretly the the host for this vampire that one we just need a moment of that we don't need to keep dragging that on because it's obviously not true yeah which to be fair they don't drag on <laughs> yeah not past the scene luckily cl does in fact say well yeah 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 i guess it's it's a little unclear coming out but like cl mm-hmm. does say it's probably not you yeah she removes the black key and uh leaps away dramatically across lampposts probably yeah gods the listen I don't love the Catholic Church, but mm-hmm. uh, Kotamine and CL are just, they have good aesthetics. Uh-huh. So he's like, okay, time for me to go look for Archeid. And CL is like, oh God, hands on her face. Like, please don't do that. She will kill you. Like, I stopped you to save your life. Please don't throw it away immediately. And we get some more information, actually. The fact that Ark did give in to her bloodlust means that she's ruined. <laughs> and she's on a downward spiral. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There's... Yeah. Uh-huh. This... Hmm. Charitably, this is the view that the church has. Mm-hmm. It is definitely also presented as fact that as soon as a true ancestor drinks blood, there's no going back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want to I want to talk about this a bit, but let's let's get through. Let me get through this. Dead apostles come from true ancestors. True ancestors are even more bloodthirsty than apostles. They don't need blood to live, but they want it real, real bad. And if Ark drinks any of Shiki's blood, he will be burned out. Humans can't handle being that close to a creature like her. Apparently, uh, they'll be changed forever. Food gummy. Food gummy. He'll either become, like, a, a lifeless servant or a dead apostle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So, true ancestors have to use an enormous amount of their magical energy to suppress their urge to attack humans. And Ark was doing that right up until something disrupted her magical energy. <laughs> Shiki killing her. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Once a true ancestor tastes blood, they become even hungrier, and it is a constantly uh, growing pressure. And they can become... Uh, they will eventually become uh, demon lords. This one's a bad name. <laughs> I yeah, it's goofy. Mm-hmm. Demon lords. I don't. I don't. I don't love this. Um, CL also says something about how they—that's where dead apostles originally come from because they're keeping a backup. Which I I took to mean like, do they eat the dead apostle or do they have the dead apostle kill them? I'm not if they go to if they go wild I'm not clear on that at all yeah but Arky had never had any trouble with it until Shiki killed her yeah Shiki then says but when Arky had regains her full strength will she be able to go back to resisting like she did before and CL's like eh maybe but no eventually she's going to start killing people she's already pretty She's old. Arkid's been alive for 800 years, even if she hasn't been awake for all of it. Yeah, she's both over 800 and also, like, 16, because mm -hmm. she's been sleeping for most of it. Uh-huh. But the, the hunger gets stronger over time no matter what, and it doesn't take into account that she's been sleeping. Yeah. Which is, seems extremely unfair to me, but, uh, yeah. Which, okay, I kind of get the, you taste blood... It's incredible, and then hunger grows. That's mm -hmm. like, okay, if, I, if I'd if i never had a fruit gummy, and mm -hmm. then I did one day, my desire for fruit gummies would in fact grow every time I wasn't eating them. Yes. It, in, hmm, I might have to get a fruit gummy after this. I uh, would love a fruit gummy. But I don't understand the, even if you've never tasted blood, you still want it? I think it's referred to as a flaw in their design. Yeah, which is, I guess, points. is a, like, yeah. It's we a need curse. To, we need to make these have. basically perfect creatures imperfect somehow. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, uh, it's weird. And again, you're, you're right that some of this is probably, CL probably has a much, a, a darker view of it. And I think, yeah. In fact, I think, well, yeah, to some extent, some of this is proven wrong later, but. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. We know, you and I know about another true ancestor from Fate Grand Order who doesn't have any of this problem. Yeah, which is maybe part of that is that this is uh, maybe some of my least favorite stuff about true ancestors and they wanted to retcon it. Which Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the true ancestor we meet later, I don't want to spoil, but she absolutely drinks human blood. <laughs> She also rules. I and love her so much. It doesn't really change her temperament much at all. Well, so, yeah. Thinking she about, does go wild for a little bit, but she's not permanently soiled in the way that CL implies that Ark would, will be. Yeah, which I guess is, yeah, is kind of... Hmm. Sorry, trying to think about how to phrase this. I think mm -hmm. it is. it is entirely possible that demon lords were as much you're no longer part of true ancestor society mm -hmm. as this is an actual like biological or physiological change. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, the, Tsukihime presents a real dour picture for what, what happens. Yeah, Tsukihime dour in some ways. Some ways that I really love and that do mm-hmm. resonate and others that are just like, really? That's mm-hmm. that's where you're going with this? Okay, I guess. It does, it does feel a little like going back to Archeid's purity. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That there is a, like, yeah, that Ark has to remain pure if she wants to stay with Shiki. And, and she has yeah. to be human. Yeah, yeah. In order to have a happy ending, she has to be as human as possible. Let her be weird. Let her be a monster. She's a monster. Let her be kinky. <laughs> Let her be kinky. Let her just have a sip, please. Just, just, a, just sip. a little sip. Just a little sip. Come on, this is a fucking vampire visual novel. Please let her just have a little sip. Just let, a juice box. She doesn't even have to. She doesn't even have to take it from Shiki. Like someday when his chest is bleeding, he can just like put a palm up there and then hand it to her, and she can be cute and lick his hand. Right. Yeah. She was covered in blood from when she almost tore his shoulders open that one time. And you're telling me she didn't take. What well, if she took a lick of that blood? Would he instantly turn into a dead ancestor or or a dead mo- monster? No, I think it's it's the as soon as they start sucking, they just can't stop. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Ben. That is going in the podcast. No, absolutely, absolutely, that's going in the podcast. I'm editing this episode. You can't take it out. Okay, I love you. I'm just kidding. I adore you. It's fine. Uh, it's it's a it's a decent it's joke. It's a good joke. It's a very good joke. <laughs> so, right, yeah. It's like, can't can't she just have like a blood bag? <laughs> yeah. Why? Which I guess is yeah. Again, brings us back to like this is um in some ways kind of like grim dark and super mm-hmm. like ah uh, everything sucks. Mm-hmm. Um. So no, of course she can't because yeah. one, the stakes need to be higher, and also, of course, anyone who gives into their mildest desires is awful and terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also, I suppose it's like the amount of blood that is implied to be required by even just de- uh, dead apostles, and saying that uh, true ancestors want even more than that. She would. Even just drinking blood bags, she would need a hospital's worth to keep her running. You know what I mean? Yeah. To stop her from wanting to just murder people all the time. Listen, I would take a hospital's worth of fruit gummies. (laughs) (laughs) CL says that Ark is doomed. She can't be saved. Shiki's all fucked up about it, and he's like, if she's such a monster, why is she still hunting vampires then? If she's, like, been right on the verge of snapping and going on a killing spree. And CL's like, that's her job. She was tasked with it by the other true ancestors. I didn't think about this at the time. How does CL know all of this? I presume they spy on true ancestors. And this is like common knowledge in the burial agency. That, yeah. I guess we also don't know how old CL is. There's Ark is 800 years old. They have plenty of time to learn about her. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's just I didn't I didn't realize it at the time, but like, literally, Ark's enemy being the one to deliver Ark's entire backstory is very mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she really does. Um, 
So apparently in the 12th century or 13th century, there was like so many like messed up uh, true ancestors, demon lords, I guess, and dead apostles that the true ancestor society decided to create the perfect true ancestor as a weapon to destroy them. And this is Ark. Mm hmm. She seems she seems remarkably well adjusted for someone who's created to kill the like anyone who uh yeah she's a cop yeah yeah huh she's also n- apparently never spoken before she met shiki yeah which is i think we got we didn't we didn't she didn't say that before but that was definitely like implied by her saying i've never like lived before uh-huh like, I get it. Sometimes you don't want to talk to people. you And then you find someone that you like talking to, you know? Yeah, like you. <laughs> <laughs> so Shiki, like, has a vision of Arkeid growing up in a castle, like, doing her killing machine routine. She's her Robocop routine. Real quick, I'm <laughs> just... They... Mm, yeah. Servants are... A much servants sharing dreams with their masters is a way better version of this because this flashback is inexplicable. Mm-hmm. I guess he's imagining it, right? Yeah. Is CL narrating all of this? I think she's like, ex- well, Ark has told him some of this information about how she's like raised and okay, learns yeah. and kills and all this stuff. And then CL added enough that he's like kind of putting it together. Okay. And he puts together that that's why she's so cheerful and excitable all the time, because she's literally never experienced joy and happiness before. And it's all so new to her. She's like, she is a kitten. Yeah, just a little baby cat. Uh-huh. Apparently, also, CL says that once she was done killing all the demon lords, Ark came home and killed all the true ancestors besides herself. And now she just chases Roa. Which is a hell of a thing to do. Why? She doesn't say. Yeah, and yeah. This is this was like a moment where I was like, this is poor her. Like mm-hmm. one, where is she getting information on the Where is she getting modern information from? Do you think she, they still have human servants in this castle? I guess. Like given or like okay, The actual answer is given how how much Nasu loves putting maids in yeah, games. They have homunculus maids. They absolutely certainly. have maids. God. Um. <laughs> so CL's giving this monologue about how, like, inhuman and completely impossible to understand and monstrous Ark really is. And Shiki's listening to this and he's like, wow, I haven't been nice enough to Ark. I I love her even more now, and I need to take care of her. Okay, the not nice enough part is true. True, Uh, very true. The rest can go get fucked. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, CL just keeps talking like she's going to have the slightest impact on Shiki. And Shiki's like, I don't care what she did or what she's like. I can't leave her alone any longer, so I'll be going now. Which, listen, I get it. I've been in love before. Mm Mm-hmm. In a... Specifically, I have been in relationships that I maybe shouldn't have been. I get it. Mm-hmm. And CL's like, she's gonna fucking pop you open like a Capri Sun next time. <laughs> and he's like, I don't think so. Like a fruit gusher. Like a gut- <laughs> You're gonna be the biggest fruit gusher she's ever seen. 
Although I guess that yeah, it is more like a Capri Sun. We don't know that she's a she's a uh, chaos. She doesn't, yeah, she's like, kind of like eat the whole thing. She doesn't well, eat her food. She just kind of sips, just little mm-hmm. sips. Well, knowing what we know about the other true ancestor, okay, she sips bigly. <laughs> sips bigly. Uh, Shiki claims that Ark would have been able to stop herself even if CL hasn't interrupted, which uh. <laughs> I don't know. I I watched Bad End <laughs> Lesson 8. Uh-huh. And CL's like, I might have to fight you. Yeah. I mean, like, yes. Yeah. It is it is entirely possible, but extremely unlikely. Um, because there's yeah, the other time that CL has her teeth at his neck, he like cries or something, or like mm-hmm. like yeah, makes some gesture that like breaks her out of it mm-hmm. and he was completely paralyzed this time so yeah, she, she used her magic eyes to control him and force him not to do interrupt her <sighs> love that girl anyway she's so good so yeah cl's like i might have to fight both of you then and he's like yeah maybe i'm not really sorry about it though <laughs> i gotta do what i gotta do this, I, is, this is the arc route i keep wanting to say he's gay and that's not what it is but he should be. They he should, should, be. should be a girl. He's in love, is the thing. And yeah. love makes you do stupid things sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. you know, chasing after someone who you're a really bad match for. Mm-hmm. And who might eat you. Yeah. I, Ben, I think that if your partner is going to eat you, that's a bad match. <laughs> I mean, depending on how tasty you are, it might be a very good match. Oh my god. He's wandering around the city looking for Ark, but he's, like, exhausted and his body is giving out on him. We get choice four of the day. Where does he go? Go hang out in the alley from last night where everything happened? Wait in the park? Or go to her apartment? Despite all signs pointing to she will not be in her room, I I still picked her room. <laughs> what uh, happens if you go to the room? Uh, she is not, in fact, in her room. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, and he heads home. Oh, okay. I think? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't have specific notes on this, but... Okay, okay, let's go over what happens if you choose to wait in the park, which is what I did. He says that they haven't really kept their meetup promise. That didn't really count, right? So he wants to wait and see if she will come back. And just sort of sits and waits until dawn, like he said he would at the beginning of the of the night. And then there's this line, and like a rabbit, a white rabbit in the snow, she arrives in the park. Mm-hmm. She's all out out of sorts. She won't look directly at him, and she doesn't talk for a while. And she says that eventually that she was just, again, hiding in the park, watching him, hoping that he would go home. Uh-huh. Which is, yeah, again, it's, I don't know. I don't want to mm-hmm. belabor the point of, like, I get it, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a... Uh, yeah. It's... She just she just wants closure. Uh huh. She wants a moment to say, "Oh, he doesn't love me. I can move on with my life. I can erase his memories and not feel bad about it forever." Yeah, because I have to live forever. But she gets to just you know sit in wherever in her bed, I guess, and sleep and dream about whatever the frick she coffin? wants to. Coffin? Does she, I... Does she have a coffin? She talks about a true ancestor or a dead apostle's coffin a couple times. 
Yeah, but do true ancestors have beds? Do they have coffins? Do they just have like like tubes that they were grown in? I don't. They'd be pretty magical fucking tubes. Anyway, so, so this is completely unimportant. I'm I'm curious about Ark's sleeping situation. How yeah, come, I said how that and I immediately regretted it because it is important where Ark sleeps. Mm-hmm. How comfy is she? She better be comfy. Shiki says that he has to keep his promise to be helpful. She says, don't, like, come on, man. We're, like, past that point. I'm a monster. I have no right to impose on you and ruin your life. And I get, this is all his fault for being kill horny. Uh Uh-huh. It's literally all his fault. Mm Mm-hmm. And he does that thing where he's like, you were just tired. You had a moment of weakness. (laughs) It's okay that you almost murdered me. Okay, she was tired, uh, again, because he killed her and hasn't been doing a good enough job helping her, TBH. True. It is very funny. It is a little funny that he's just like, no, it's not, oh, you snapped at me. It's you tried to kill me. And he's like, "Mm, it's fine. Uh huh. It's fine. You were just, you know, a little snippy. Oh, yeah, and Shiki's like, CL explained a lot to me, and Ark is mad at CL for talking about her past to Shiki. Which is fair, I'd say. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know that I want everyone knowing the entirety of my past delivered by my literal enemy. Uh Uh-huh. Shiki's like, you'll be fine, just a couple days of rest, and she's like, she gives a sad smile, and she's like, it's taken everything I have not to fucking kill you right now. I... Okay, so I've been ragging on this part. In Mm -hmm. the moment, this does actually work for me, Mm -hmm. or did actually work for me, because, like, yeah, she's so... She's... I can't help but love a character who knows what they want and is still willing to give up on it Mm -hmm. uh, for what they perceive as the greater good. Uh, Listen, the star-crossed lover thing works. Yeah, I just... I Yeah. I do enjoy Ark being just really mopey, but also like, but this is, listen, this is, this is for the best. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, this like being 10 feet away from the thing that she knows would make her happy. And like, there still might as well be a whole world between them. She blames it on this all happening because she allowed herself to do extra things, going back to their conversation about doing things that aren't important. Yeah, which is... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love... She's so sad, and I love She's her. She's so sad. It's He's... just... Because, oh. yeah, she knows that, like... I think I think what she's saying is... One, I'm only here because I, like, fell for you by talking to you, which is extra. Mm-hmm. Um, But also, I know that maybe, just maybe... If I can, if I can like break it off here, I'm gonna get home and it's gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. But if we keep going, I'm just gonna keep falling for you, mm-hmm. and I don't want that because it's mm-hmm. gonna make me really sad. Yeah, because I'm going to have to go home at some point because like this this does have an end date, and it's after I kill Roa, and then what? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Shiki scolds her for blaming herself for all of this, and he says, if you finally realize that life is fun, please don't give up on such happiness. And he starts crying, and she's like, are you crying? And he's like, no, through tears. <laughs> God, they're both such babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she says that it's too late for her. The only reason she didn't bite him, the only reason she hesitated was because she didn't want him to look at her with fear like she's a monster. And he's like, I I wasn't afraid. And again, don't tell lies that even you don't believe. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I can't handle you looking at me that way again. And I'm going. Which is, yeah. I, hmm, yes. Which is fair. Like, if you know, if you know you're just gonna... Yeah, if you know you're just gonna rip his head off, like, maybe mm-hmm. don't be around him. Uh-huh. Shiki's like, you know, to be honest, I really enjoyed these past few days. Sure, I almost died, but it wasn't all bad. <laughs> and uh, another good line, how could I sleep if I knew I left you all alone? Which, same, she's so cute and sad, I don't know how he could go about his life. Uh, I know how a person could go about their life. If mm. they walked away here, I don't know how I or Shiki could go about our lives if we were just like, yeah, it's fine. I'm just going to leave. I'm, you know, going to think about you for the rest of my natural life and be really, really angry at myself for letting you down. But sure, I'm just going to walk away. Mm-hmm. She just needs she needs help. Mm hmm. Yeah, and we get another moment of him being like, I don't care about the va- the vampire, I don't care about protecting the city, like, and this, like, interesting selfishness of him. <laughs> he just wants her to be happy, because that's all he cares about now. Yeah, which, again, like, I think mm-hmm. is interesting that we, until, until he met Archeid, and we, you know, got on her route, so he actually falls for her, uh, he didn't he didn't really care about anything. Mm-hmm. Like he went to school. He had friends who he seemed like friendly with, mm-hmm. but he didn't seem passionate about anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it took it took falling for Archeid. It took for... joining the light music club for him to discover something <laughs> he truly really cared about. Ben, I'm just saying. What if what if Archeid was in the light music club? Yeah, he's selfish, and he's never had. He's selfish, but also he's never, he's never, like, really cared about anything, so he doesn't know how to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he hugs her. He grabs her, spins her around, and hugs her. And she's like, you're, you're, this, you have a passing interest in me, and you're going to get over it. And he says he doesn't care about later, he just cares about now. So she hugs him, too, and manages not to kill him. Amazing. And, uh, they separate, but she asks if he'll come to her room with her. Hey, Ben. Mm-hmm. Real quick, mm-hmm. uh, she should kill him now, and so that we can just skip this scene that is coming up. Yep, yep. Let's just go back to that bad end. <laughs> uh huh. Well, so the actual thing is, we'll always have that bad end for the. Mm-hmm. I think we're this this next scene is maybe the last like really bad thing, mm-hmm. and then we're like. I do really enjoy the end of this route, but... Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll skim this a bit. Yeah, she's like... They get to the apartment, blah, blah, blah. 
she like asks him he like hugs her from behind and they stay like that for a while and that's fine that's cute let's see she talks a little bit about how when she came back together from him killing her she hated him but as she was like waiting for him that day the first day that he first ran into her waiting at the um on the the railing by the road she like by the time he got there because it took so long she had just gotten curious and <laughs> It was mm-hmm. the first time she'd had any emotions towards a human, and she ended up having fun, wait, like, thinking about what kind of person he could be, and she says that she fell in love with him before they even met. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I... Okay. This does seem like a... She should, uh, start... A, she should have a different relationship that's le- a little less fraught. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, like, literally talk to anyone else. Anyone else, Ark. I'm sure that if you talk to CL, the two of you could make something work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I pointed out that the sex music in this game is dramatic, sorrowful piano music, too. <laughs> it's it's so funny. <laughs> uh-huh. It, it is so funny. I don't... Okay, real quick. I don't know that it's going to make it into the final episode because mm-hmm. of jumping back a little, but... There's a moment at the beginning of day 10, and, you know, here is maybe not the worst place to bring it up again, Mm -hmm. that there's a moment where Shiki is like, oh, I guess I'm attracted to her because I wanted to fuck her. And I don't... Mm. I know that it's, like, a common thing, but it is maybe my least favorite thing is, like, oh, I only know I want... I'm attracted to this person because I have a sexual attraction to them. Yeah, it's not... It's a very, like, cis-het way of uh, looking at relationships. Yeah, and it's it's not... Yeah, it is not uh, the only thing I want to do with her, or the only attraction is sexual. Mm-hmm. But it's the, it's the, oh, I don't just want to be her friend because... Uh, not because I care about her and, like, want her to be way happier than I want my normal friends to be and, like, you know, care about her more exclusively. Mm-hmm. Or even just in a deeper way than my normal friends. It's, ah, uh, yes, because I want to be physical with them. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So there is one thing that I do like about this scene more than, say, uh, sex scenes in <laughs> Fate Stay Night. And it's that... The thing is that they are in love and having sex because they want to right before they lose everything. Not, yeah. they don't uh-huh. have to do a mana transfer. Which is... Then, I... I... I unironically adore how goofy the excuses for... Even if I don't love the actual scenes, uh-huh. I adore how goofy the excuses are for them in stay night mm-hmm. and yeah i think there we'll we'll talk about it when we get there it's what i'll, I'll sacrifice myself so you can escape and have a threesome <laughs> go do it for me do You're both bad. of them for me <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I like the framing of the, like, there, there is, like, a undercurrent of desperation to this because they do know that it's over after this. Like, yeah. Shiki hopes that it's not. Arkia knows that it is. 
Yeah, yeah. Shiki's like, uh, it'll it'll maybe be fine. But again, it does feel very much that he's do he's trying to tell that lie that he can't yeah, convince yeah, himself yeah. of. And he's trying to convince himself. He, yeah, he's trying so hard to be like, it listen, it doesn't have to end. Maybe maybe there's like a, a tiny chance that something goes right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you're right. I do I do enjoy that part of it. That it's not even if the fate stay night sex scenes end up having some of the same like tonal things mm-hmm. the the framing is this is just two people enjoying their last night together uh-huh. and like pro or probably the last night they will ever see each other mm-hmm. not there is an external reason why this has to happen mm-hmm. and and it will Again, it will it will demonstrate to the two of you that you there is a there is an attraction that is more than sexual here, mm-hmm. and so like those scenes end up some of them end up being like very intimate, but mm-hmm. uh yeah the scene yeah you're right the framing of the scene does feel better maybe yeah then okay let's hit some uh, some notable points uh she asks him to be gentle and he isn't. That's uh-huh. the worst part. Uh-huh. <sighs> um, the note I wrote down is, how do you fuck us up sexing this badly twice? Uh-huh. I don't... Okay, well, three times... Yeah, we'll... We will talk about Fate Today Night when we get there. Uh-huh. It really sucks. Thing two. My... I... I... She's cold until it's sex time. She's warm again. I hate it. <laughs> Let Arcid be cold. Yeah. Uh huh. She should. Mm hmm. Uh. Yeah. So this scene is too close to the way at the, at first, at least, it is too close to the way that the rape scene is written. Uh huh. There sure is just you know a uh, uh, what's the there's like a something of daylight like a sliver of mm-hmm. you can you can barely see it. Da- there's an expression that I don't mm-hmm. know, but like yeah. You could you could fit a a needle between these two things, but not much mm-hmm. more. And I'm like, this is what is this really what cis hats think is a good sex scene? Is this, this is supposed to be the good one? I again, this is uh, a like I don't know. Maybe this belongs in some visual novel, but not this one, yeah. and not not in a visual novel where I don't know what I'm getting into. I don't, mm-hmm. like, yeah, if you, I don't know, whatever, like, you can have, you can have your feelings about games, Evroga games, which are kind of explicitly predicated mm-hmm. on, uh, sexual assault-like scenes, uh, uh-huh. which I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm not a fan, but mm-hmm. that's not what this was marketed as and it's not why i'm here yeah this is a horror mystery yeah Um, and so it feels it feels out of place both in the way that all the sex scenes do because they're poorly written and awkward mm -hmm. but also in the like this even if i was here i am here for this relationship it it does get to me i do enjoy it but why is this the way that you're choosing to 
to use my love of that or my enjoyment of mm-hmm. that relationship. Yeah, there's some stuff in Fate, in later Fate stuff that I think approaches sexuality in a more interesting way. You know what I mean? But it's not. It's there's, not this. <laughs> yeah, it sure isn't. So point three I have to hit is the line that he says, my hot magma fills her. That cannot go in the episode, Ben. I have to say it, Ben. I will not be silenced. (sighs) Awful. I also think that Shiki does get one point here for insisting that Archeid gets to come, too. That (laughs) leaves him at a total of negative 294 points, so he's doing pretty good. I'm not going to read too much more. I don't want to get too into it. No, we don't. Again, it's... I hit the high points. I hit the high points. I don't know. Like, this could have been fine. It didn't have to be this bad. (laughs) It didn't have to be this bad. So, they fall asleep. She falls asleep. He has a dream, quote, heavy quotes on that, about Ark waking up before him and getting up and asking him what he would do if she drank blood and became a true vampire. He says that she won't, sleepily. And she says, please just fucking answer my question. God damn. (laughs) He refuses to give an answer, saying that he doesn't like what ifs. And she says that she does again. We get this, this, this theme again. She was just wondering what he would have done if... Oh, she was wondering what she would have done if he was evil instead of just being, you know, a dick. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that he might be a little evil. He might be a little eviler than they're trying to make him seem. Yeah. Yeah, she's crying. She kisses him. She says she's leaving. And then she's sorry she couldn't say it to his face. And then he wakes up and is like, oh, shit, that was real. And he finds a piece of paper that says, bye. Well, so he wakes up and refuses to believe it was real for a good five minutes, searches the apartment. I was like, fine, uh, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's like, how could she break a promise? And it's like, dude, you know how many promises you broke? Yeah, he hasn't broken a promise since the time he said I won't break any more promises, but... but promises? You're not supposed to... She never said she wouldn't break a promise. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, yeah, again, he's at, he's at negative, you know, 200 and something points. Uh, she gets a couple of, she gets a couple of passes, dude. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, yeah, he's like, she's really gone. Heck, she might have already killed Roa and left the city. And so he just wanders back to the mansion. I would love, this is another one where, like, cool, I would love to be here for this, but the, the scene earlier that was like, you know, I don't know, like, I was reading five minutes ago when I read this was like, uh, mm-hmm. I just don't, I'm, yeah. I'm going to walk away and come back. Yeah, I think some other stuff later works a little bit better. Yeah. It's also, yeah, it's also like, I know that there's more plot left. We haven't wrapped up any of these threads. Uh-huh. Uh, it would I be sure... a hell of a thing if she had just killed him off, the vampire off screen and that God. was it. Can you imagine that ending, Ben? I'm so here for it. Alright, day 11, Savage Night, Sunday, October 31st, the final showdown on Halloween, which again, Halloween is never referenced. Absolutely didn't notice that it was on Halloween. It's Halloween, fam. 
I, I'm goth. I know. <laughs> I love you. I do zero day. things for Halloween. Kisui wakes Shiki up in his bed. Ben, you have to read this note that <laughs> okay, fine. I wrote, Hisui wakes Shiki up in his bed, and I said that he's in his bed, she's not. Uh, that's a much later route. So, he's basically on autopilot now. Hisui's worried about him because she's sweet, and gives him, again, way too much credit. And so does everyone else. He deserves about, like, 3% of the kindness that everyone shows him. To be fair, they don't know all the fucked up shit he's done. Yeah, but he hasn't. He's done, done zero good. to 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 like garner their sympathy or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The only one who it makes sense would be worried about him really is Akiha because she's she knows him. <laughs> she knew yeah. him when he was young. Yeah. You know what I mean. Although I guess the the other maids do know about everything that's happened to him, right? So they probably have some. Yeah, I guess so. Uh huh. They have like secondhand concern for him. Yeah. Anyway, Shiki's such a fucking wreck, and I'm just like, I get it. I I get this. I oh. absolutely have had weeks like this. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not this bad, but, like, everything is just happening one thing after another, and I'm miserable, and everyone's like, oh, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm sorry, this is just a temporary thing, please. <laughs> Don't judge me. I'll be okay next week. I have absolutely, mostly in high school, I was like, oh, and recently, uh... I have absolutely had weeks where it's just like, yep, I am certainly performing the physical actions required by this body, and I am not here. <laughs> oh, jeez, yeah. So, he wanders to school, and he's like, how am I gonna find her? She Now that she's actually avoiding me, fucking, I, maybe I won't be able to. He doesn't even know what country her castle is in. <laughs> Which is... <gasps> Yeah, it's just so funny. The, mm-hmm. the that she lengths, has a castle. The lengths that this game goes to to say, okay, true ancestors aren't real vampires, like you know them, mm, but they do live in castles and can turn into bats. Is <laughs> <laughs> just it's very funny uh-huh. to me. So after class, the te- the math teacher is like, "Hey, this is this week has been pretty fucked up, huh?" The faculty head of the student council wants to talk to you, and so he deadly wanders to the student council room and waits until seven o'clock and is like, eh, "Everyone's forgotten me." Uh huh. <laughs> so yeah, it's just. There is a bad end that also he gets sent to the student council room mm-hmm. to wait. And so, yeah, I was expecting worse things, but uh-huh. no, just turns out that that he got sent there. And then, yeah, what? Like, he just leaves. Nothing, mm-hmm. nothing happens. Well, he does. Oh, yeah. No, no, he it's too late now. He does get mixed up and stuff. Oh, right, 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 yeah. yes. Yeah, never mind, I'm a dumbass. No, you're okay, you're okay. Um, we get... You're, you're Goomba. So, it's seven o'clock, it's getting late, we get another, we get the first choice of day 11. What does he do? Does he say, even though it's pointless, I'll go searching for Ark? Do I, does he accept it and go home? Or does he go looking for Roa by himself? What'd you pick? Looking for Roa by himself seems like a bad idea. 
and going home just feels like a quitter's move. So, mm-hmm. of course, you go and look for Ark Kid. What happens if you go looking for Ark? Because I picked look for Roa. Let's see. Uh, I don't know that I have any notes written down. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, I don't know that I anything. I think all the choices I think now. all of these are relatively the same in mm-hmm. that you barely okay. right yeah you, you barely really get, get out of the the student council room when things pop off. Okay. Okay. So yeah, the framing of it for what looking for Roa is Shiki being like she Ark won't be found if she doesn't want to be found. But you know who I might be able to find is the person she's chasing after. Mm. I'm gonna go look for Roa. Yeah, I think it it is a like listen, I'm not gonna be happy. I need to see her again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's like at the very least I uh, I can help her one more time maybe, even if she's mm-hmm. not going to stay. Yeah. He notices that it's tonight is the full moon. Uh, it looks like a full moon for a while, I feel like, but this is the this is the real full moon, and I he think... gets a flashback to his accident. So, real quick, I think that this is the moment where the game almost just says the the subtitle. Oh, does it? He thinks, yeah, I believe that he's like thinking about the thro- full moon and is like, oh, like it looks so fragile, something, something. Mm-hmm. What what even is the full subtitle? I don't remember but yeah it sure does it sure does get really close to yeah he calls it a a blue glass moon blue blue glass moon under the crimson air uh and he has a flashback to his accident uh and his scar opens up and starts bleeding on him again Mm -hmm. and someone's coming towards him and he's like his instincts are starting to panic again he pulls off his glasses and grabs his knife and he's forgetting something. He knows he's forgetting something. And he just sees the figure's death lines and the point of death. And yeah, it's the long gray-haired vampire again. The, he's not all mummied up anymore. No, he is mummied up again. Yeah. He it's this is the moment where he yeah, he's about to pull off the bandages. He has the bandages off. Which is a weird a weird one because we've never seen his face before. Uh-huh. I guess, yeah, Shiki has, so it does make sense, but it it feels weird to play something like that for the camera when, mm-hmm. like, well, we we don't know who that is. Uh-huh. So Shiki gets his knife ready, but just kind of, like, freezes in place because of whatever turmoil is going on in him, and the vampire just takes the knife and then stabs him in the chest with the knife? Yes. Uh-huh. Which is, one... We we haven't brought it up since I think the first time we mentioned it. There's still a lot to learn about that knife. Because uh-huh. it sure is like... The characters are like, huh, weird inscription. Wonder uh-huh. why that would be there. Wonder why my dad left this for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get zero of those answers in this route. Not uh, a lot. Again, I assume that that's on the, on the uh, mm-hmm. far side routes. Yeah. But it never really displays any special powers, but it definitely is significant in some way. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a moment very early on when I was like, oh, the knife is like uh causing him to mm-hmm. hmm. I absolutely thought that. When he I attacked Ark. I, I don't I totally know that that's been disproven yet. 
The fact that uh, he has it around her and uses it all the time since then, and it hasn't caused him to go wild, yeah, makes me think Yeah, but I believe it's not. that it is only when holding the knife that he goes into, like, murder uh, super acrobatic mode. That's true. We'll find out at some point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, he just he just stands there with his arm out, like presenting this vampire the knife. Uh huh. And the vampire takes it and stabs him, uh-huh. and Shiki falls over, grabbing onto the vampire's bandages and pulls part of them away. And the vampire's like, "Okay, I'll take the rest of my bandages off." And yeah, it is the face of the boy that was bleeding on the ground in front of uh, Shiki in that dream. Mm-hmm. The, the game says we don't actually we didn't actually see a face in that flashback CG. Lack of art. Assets. Uh-huh. So Shiki's not bleeding, but his life is slipping away. <laughs> well, he's not bleeding because the knife is still embedded in him. Yeah, uh-huh. Which is, as far as I know, in fact, how like wounds like that work, because mm-hmm. the knife is just taking the place of where your flesh should be, so mm-hmm. it's not also... like it's not it's not super bad until the knife comes out, at which point you will in fact just yeah, mm-hmm. bad things really bad things happen. There is stuff they mention sometimes about how cuts made by someone going for death lines don't bleed right away to, I think, because of how uh, weird the cuts are. You know what I mean? It takes them a long time to actually bleed. Oh, I didn't catch that. I think I think so. Maybe that's just maybe that's just how bleeding works. I don't know. I've never cut someone up before. I don't. I hope you don't intend to. I don't intend to. Let's not find out. So, this guy's name is Shiki. Written in all caps. All caps Shiki is here. Which is such a good reveal because... It's a dumb name. It Yes, it's very funny that they're both Shiki. Mm-hmm. Um, but when when earlier when shiki was wandering around in the woods and like looked at those names i was like huh it's like weird that some of these shikis are written in all caps and some aren't yeah the game that they played in the mansion where they would carve their names and pretend to claim territory uh there was akiha's name and then there was lowercase regular shiki and uppercase shiki yeah and so as it turns out ben looked this up i did thank you uh in japanese uh the two shikis write their name with different kanji, which feels like a like a dead giveaway at that point. Dead giveaway. Uh-huh. Um, for me, it was like, oh, like some of those are from when Shiki was younger and didn't know how to write as well. Mm-hmm. And then the other ones are from when like a little bit older Shiki mm-hmm. who could write better. Uh, but as it turns out, no, there are in fact two Shikis. Yeah. I said that uh, this is like uh, one of the friends of the table double entendre name reveals, but the but like really clumsily handled. <laughs> yeah, of the lowercase uppercase bit. It's it's really goofy. Uh-huh. It also I think worked for me. Uh huh. Yeah, I was I was caught off guard by it. Certainly. Yeah, it's it's really goofy and is also exactly the kind of thing that worked worked uh-huh. for me. It's good. It's good. So. Uppercase Shiki. What the fuck do we call him? This is an audio medium. Uh, S, I think, is what I... Shiki with, in parentheses, question mark, is what I put in my notes, or just S, because, yeah, I don't... Uh, talking talking about things sucks, Ben. <laughs> it's because we can call him Roa. He is Roa. the... Yeah. He is Roa. Yeah. But uh, also, he is uppercase Shiki. <laughs> yeah. 
So Shiki did not stab directly in... Roa did not stab Shiki directly in his point of death. He missed it by just a tiny bit, so he's fading, but he's not dead yet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, like, taunts him a little bit, and then goes to pull out the knife, which will kill Shiki uh, as soon as he does. Yes. And uh, Roa is blasted backwards, just like Archeot was the other night, as CL bursts into the window. Dra- drama! <laughs> Thank gods she's here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Roa says some cryptic shit, he calls her a bitch, and she doesn't answer him. Um, it's like the end of the game, so it's kind of funny for them to still be doing, like, cryptic shit, you know? Ben, it's not the- it's not at all the end of the game. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, this is the point where we find everything out. No, it is not. Absolutely. There are- there are questions raised in the last, like- last day of probably both unloaded blade works and fate routes yeah no i know but like (laughs) i don't even i didn't even write down what cryptic shit he said honestly yeah i just mean that this is like this is closer to near automata Mm -hmm. in which the ending of route a or ending a is like the halfway point not at all supposed it's not even Mm -hmm. it's not even presented as a well okay that's maybe a bad example. Rad A is, in fact, a little bit presented as uh, mm-hmm. an ending. But it's that kind of thing where it's like, we don't... This is not a game. Like, a lot of dating games, a lot of Aroge games, there's kind of an expectation that you might play one route because you're only interested in that character's story. This is not at all that type of game. Mm-hmm. The expectation is that you will, in fact, play all of the routes because that's how it was written. Um, so I think... If you beat Nier Automata Route A, you've beaten Nier Automata. Lies. You should keep playing. But Lies. This is, I'm, I'm right. No. Why are you booing me? I'm right. I love you, Ben, but you are absolutely wrong. I'm right. So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But you're wrong. <laughs> so he... Roa says something about CL maybe being a cast-off shell unable to act on its own, which I'm sure is something we'll get some more information about yeah, later. Yeah! I am so curious what her deal is. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's also, like... So, yeah. I think we, we've we talked about this game as a... as Or Fate as being cyclical. Can you tell that I've been listening to the beginning of episode one over and over and over again, editing it? Uh, Very cyclical. Or helping editing it. Uh, CL and Kotamine obviously share a lot of traits. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious... Yeah, I'm so curious what her deal is. And we will find out soon. Soon. So, right. She's ignoring Roa. CL scooping up uh, our Shiki, who would somehow, without jarring the knife in any way, that would kill him instantly, which is pretty impressive. It's, yeah, it's fine. Roa's still, like, taunting her. Yeah, Shiki, or Shiki, fucking, see, I wrote his name as Shiki, all caps in my notes, so I'm gonna keep Mm -hmm. doing this. Roa says that Shiki is doomed. Uh, he cut his lines of death, even if he didn't quite get the, the, the point, and he sh- will not survive. And he says that even that princess arc had to exchange her 800 years of time in order to regenerate. Don't totally know what that means. I, that is the one, one of the lines that feels like it should have been wrapped mm-hmm. up on this route and was not. Yeah. I guess the thing is, if you, if you hit the point of death directly, uh, the person is 
dead instantly. They're dead before they're even dead. Mm-hmm. And but if you cut their death lines, they are essentially dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I think yeah. One of the first things Archie Arcoid again, please. I need a supercut of literally all of the ways that I pronounce her name. <laughs> Arcoid says is if it was anyone except for me they wouldn't have been able to mm-hmm. to recover so cl jumps out the window okay with Shiki. real quick though yeah. i think that i understand what he means and i think it's or one reading of it would be that it is similar to the way that uh rin tosaka like stores up her magical energy and gems and uh over the course of well yeah again no fate spoilers but um she probably just kind of ambiently accumulated energy over those 800 years mm-hmm. and so my guess is that that's what he meant is like she had to use up 800 years worth of rest and and just being a battery to to recover yeah that that is just my only like that is my only explanation of what mm-hmm. was written yeah, and it would make sense with later depictions we see of True Ancestor. So, CL leaps out the window carrying the dying Shiki, and... Princess we... carrying, please. Princess carrying. It's Shiki. very good. Chapter 12, Day 11, Part 2, The World of the Moon. Which is also great title i'm it's, torn i'm torn between the world of the moon and inversion impulse as my favorite day title it's an incredible title i don't know that the rest of this route delivers on it but no. well it is very moony for the rest of the episode oh definitely but it's like we're not yeah i guess we are in the world of the moon in that it is uh full moon so it's super bright and it is nighttime Mm-hmm. Um, we don't, yeah, there's no, there's no, like, uh, there's nothing, there are hints, hints at, about things about the moon. We get, yeah, we get some, some lines said about the moon. We do not get, uh, really any meaningful reveals about the moon. Great title, though. Great title. Just incredible. A plus title, like, although maybe like a C plus title, given what the route actually gives us about the moon. Mm-hmm. Inversion Impulse, though. Inversion A Impulse plus. is so good. CL makes a break for it with Shiki. Runs for the mansion. The knife is still in his chest, bobbing around harmlessly, I guess. <laughs> He's like, oh, Well, Ben, no. we, we've been over this. Uh, Shiki has really high uh, death resistance to anyone except for himself. <laughs> I suppose so, but it's like, it's right on his death point, though. It's not on his death... Well, yeah, it's next to... It's uh, a hair away. And, yeah, this is this is the uh, Nasu doesn't understand how bodies work, but not on a bad end. <laughs> CL must be doing a really, really smooth carry somehow. Yeah, she's, she's practiced at this. All she does for training is Princess Carry uh, dummies who are about Shiki's size. <laughs> That's, that w- makes sense to me. So Shiki's like, no, don't, I don't want Akiha to see me like this. And she's like, CL says, Akiha's the only one who can save you. Hmm. Which again is fascinating. CL knows so much. (laughs) CL knows so much. How, 
How old is CL? How long has she been hanging out here studying this? Yeah, I'm very I, curious. It is it is said a couple there are comments made about CL that makes me think that she is way older than she looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So CL says that he should have died eight years ago during the accident. He should have. And CL believes that Akiha did something to ensure that he survived. Mm-hmm. 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 And he starts, he falls asleep in her arms and has this, like, weird dream where he's, like, thinking about how he's felt like an outsider all his life. He's kind of been lonely. And there's this line, there were people around me acting like my parents, so I tried to act like their child. Which is very good. And mm-hmm. also... This is where we get the adoption. Yeah, this is where we get that he was adopted. The note I have written down is, are they really going to say, having sex with your sister is fine because she's not actually your sister? They are absolutely going to say that. And yes, that is exactly what the game is. I don't know that it's what the game is saying. I think the game is saying it's fine to have sex with your sister either way. They're going to absolutely milk the, oh no, but we're siblings thing too. Yeah. It's going to suck. And Akiha does in fact say like, I think maybe it's later, but she says like, no, fucking dumbass, you're my brother. Of course you're my brother. Mm -hmm. That's not, it doesn't Uh matter that you were adopted, which is like, hey, I I do enjoy that part of it. I agree with that, but also with some stuff that's going to come later and some scenes that you can see earlier, it is (sighs) weird. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, yes. In this moment, I I do enjoy that it is not a, you're adopted, therefore you mean less to us. Mm -hmm. It is like, no, you're, you're my brother. I care about you like I would my, like I did my biological brother and like I do you. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is, yeah, I, I just want to say that that is good. That part's good, yeah. He, Shiki somehow lives. He wakes uh-huh. up with, in his bed with Akiha fretting. Which is fair, because he almost didn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would like, be really panicked if uh, my sibling came home, stabbed with a knife, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, and that would be, that in. would make me deeply uncomfortable, and worried, and anxious. <laughs> so... He's like, okay, how do I how do I explain this? And Akiha's like, don't worry, CL already told me what's going on. CL's always explaining everything that's happening instead of the person who should. Yeah, which is, hmm, feels it is a. I don't want to say lazy writing because mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot to get out here, uh-huh. and CL is probably the only person who like. Uh, who has enough information to tell everyone what's going on but it Besides is really Shiki. goofy that she's the one who's like okay listen here's the like 10 minutes on exactly what happened 15 years ago in this one basement Shiki is always getting off the hook of having to explain himself yeah which is like yeah I mean in this case I don't think mm-hmm. that we could expect Shiki to explain fair for himself there's this great line akiha says where she's uh, she's talking about cl and she's like normally i wouldn't let such a person stay in the house but she has helped you so i can't treat her poorly akiha hates catholics which is yeah and we it's so fascinating the ways that they set up that the 
Tono household kind of just hates everything that's supernatural. Mm-hmm. Like it, again, there's a there's a branch where Arcuid comes to your house and like sits in the sitting room with a kiha, mm-hmm. and they just absolutely hate each other. Mm-hmm. And it's not explained why, and I, I am again presuming that we'll get that on the and mm-hmm. one of the dark side routes, um, or that will at least be explored there. But it is super interesting that like, oh yeah, but they're not, they don't like vampires, but they're not on the church's side either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I presumed at this point, and I know that's not true, uh, but I presumed they were mages. Mages are always shitty about everyone except for other mages. Yeah, which. Yeah, it would, and I was like, oh, that would explain why Akiha is the head of the family. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? And I, I would see them being like some kind of proto mage, except for the fact that they do talk about mages, and mage families do exist already, and they are not a mage family specifically. Yeah, I think yeah. There's the well, yeah, maybe now because uh, Roa doesn't specifically avoids mage families. Oh, right, right, yeah. Yeah, never mind. They have something um, special about them besides that they are mages. Yeah, which I think we get into here, a right? A little bit, yeah. I yeah, I did roll my eyes when there was some mention made of them being like part beast. Yeah, they have non-human blood in the in the Tono line. Shiki, main character Shiki, doesn't uh in the same way because he's not blood with the family. Yeah, which is interesting that he's the one with death eyes yeah so his original family i wonder if we'll learn what we'll learn about them if anything i mean like well yeah i was gonna say i hope nothing but then i realized that oh it actually might it might be important who his Mm -hmm. original parents were so shiki realizes at this moment that akiha did not have memory she knew exactly what happened (laughs) to Mm -hmm. back then she was under no illusions like shiki was about uh what happened with Roa, Roa Shiki. Shiki's like, um, I'm trying to remember what's going on. Did I kill that kid? And she's like, no, no, you didn't kill that kid, but Masahisa Tono, the head of the family, commanded you to believe that you did. She says commanded, uh, he definitely has his memories messed with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it seems like a higher level than just command. I wondered if they have true ancestor ancestors. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Because, also, we get some interesting in- information about how the Tono family, over time, as they get older, they are su- they are subject to inversion impulses and can turn into monsters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. I So I initially wrote down, it's vampires versus werewolves, and then I added, except it's all vampires, because of the way that it describes the, the like, monsters that they turn into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it would make sense either... Yeah, I'm sure that we'll find out more again. Mm-hmm. I think we, we have one more route of a lot of questions, and mm-hmm. then... <laughs> we'll start getting that stuff. And then we get stuff on, like, what this family actually is. So, Roa Shiki inverted at a young age with no warning. This is, they believe that this was the, the family curse, so to speak, but uh, it was actually Roa coming into himself. So, was that it? I believe so. I, I think that's why, why he triggered uh, okay. and suddenly changed. That, yeah, that might be said later. I just. Mm-hmm. He attacked Ar Shiki and tried to kill him. Masahisa, the father, stepped in and 
apparently killed Roa Shiki, uh, because that's his duty as head of the household, is to execute the family that goes bad. And then Arashiki was dumped at that hospital, where he recovered despite all odds. Yeah, I'm really curious. When he died, uh, uh, what's his name? Yeah, head of the household. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of relatives living in the house. And so I'm kind of curious how much this is a, is it, is it just this family? Mm -hmm. Or is it kind of like a lot of people with related blood? I've been saying it wrong. I, I spelled it wrong in one place. It's Makihisa. Makihisa Maki. is the name of the father. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wonder. There's like the the side families. Yeah, presumably the uh, the Arimas, his, the family that he was that Shiki was left with, aren't uh, mm -hmm. affected by this curse. But what about the other people who lived in the mansion? Yeah, who were sent away by Akiha. Anyway, with. Roa Shiki dead, the, the last blood child, was named successor. That's Akiha. That's how she came to be the, the successor. Mm -hmm. Because even though Shiki was adopted into the family, the only blood can carry on the line, generally speaking, I guess. Yeah, which does again point to, like, it's literally this family that owns this mm -hmm. house, not necessarily, like, cousins and mm -hmm. and more removed. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It may be the on only the, the pure-blooded Tono family is cursed in this way, too. Yeah. I'm not really sure. Yeah. Anyway. We'll probably get more of that. So, well, yeah. hmm? the uh, quote-unquote cursed. Yeah, yeah. We don't curse. know what it's exactly not actually happens. A curse. It's an ancestry. Whatever. So, Akiha is like, yeah, and uh, so that's that's the story. And Shiki's like, yeah, okay, I get it. And she's like, you fucking believe me? <laughs> I I would love Shiki to be like, okay, so on day one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So she Shiki's like, I need more information. She's like, ah, okay, I guess. I don't really want to tell you more. But apparently Makihisa, the father, thought that it was funny that Shiki's name was Shiki, just like his son Shiki, and that's why he adopted him. This is so this is true, but it's very so funny. Goofy. This is it. It's goofy, and I could I love it. I I don't hate it, but it is so silly it's very that it's silly. like ah yes, I wanted to do a thing where we had the same name twice, and it was a little confusing. So I had the dad adopt Shiki because they had the same name. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. And so, he, even the dad did treat them as equal siblings, though he was always kind of a dick to Shiki, to our Shiki. Yeah, which, yeah, which I don't, I maybe don't 100% understand, mm -hmm. but... I think maybe he was nicer to him when he was younger, before everything went down, you know? Well, oh, right, and also... Or, like, treated him the same, at least. And also, I think Shiki was the quote-unquote bad boy. Uh-huh. That at least... If if uh, Akiha is any indication, Tono used to be a very, like, well, and still is to some extent, a very, like, regimented, very proper household, and mm -hmm. Shiki was never that. Yeah. And then, when Roa Shiki died, they disappeared the body, and then pretended that our Shiki is the real Shiki of the family. Which is why he was sent away, and I, yeah, again, uh -huh. I love this. <laughs> it's very funny. 
Um, yeah, it's like they, oh they yeah, that. uh, that's my that's my son who lives in um who lives in Canada and no sorry you can't meet him. Uh huh. Yeah, they pretended that the adopted kid was the one who died in the accident. Mm-hmm. But uh-huh. but again, had to send away Shiki because Shiki looks nothing like uh-huh. <laughs> like uh uh Akiha. Mm-hmm. And also, they needed an excuse that he wasn't going to be head of the family. Even yeah. though he should have over Akiha. Yeah. So they send yeah. him away under mysterious circumstances. All of this is so goofy. It's and very like funny. Listen, I'm here for it. It's, yeah, it's a it's, fun, like, twist. Yeah, yeah. It's just some of the writing around this that gets up to this is, like, just so silly. And mm-hmm. it, yeah, yeah. I like, I'm not, not to say in a critical way, but in a, like, I... Yeah, there's definitely an amount of goofiness here that you have mm-hmm. to be on board for if you're gonna enjoy the twists and turns of this. Uh-huh. We also get that Makihisa, the father, ha- in order to maintain this ruse, destroyed all traces of Shiki's real history. No one knows his true family, uh, except for Makihisa, who is dead. Uh-huh. So Shiki will never know who his real family is, apparently. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. Makisa also commanded Akiha never to let Shiki into the mansion again, which uh, she has c- clearly not obeyed. Yeah, which she was immediately like, nah, he's my brother. <laughs> Fuck mm-hmm. that. Uh-huh, but still sent the family away. To, yeah. To, I guess, keep up the ruse. Yeah, that... I guess I hadn't considered that. That must... That must have been at least part of the reason. I also get the feeling that, like, she she did it as a, like fuck you i'm in charge now yeah absolutely but also partly to i think more than to keep up the ruse with them to keep up the ruse for shiki yeah because his well-being is tied to his memories in some cases yeah again we get a we get a like they did all of or at least a lot of the things of like akiha not telling him any of this was tied to his mental state and him being close to death Mm mm-hmm so we do get a moment where Shiki is like, oh, the the other Shiki must have lost control because he became Roa. So that's why I thought it was mm-hmm. Roa. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. And he's like, my latent uh, abilities, my my we- the weird stuff about me, my my mystic eyes, is that why I was adopted? Is that the real reason? And Akia's like, ah, fuck, fuck if I know. I didn't know you had any weird eyes. Yeah, that's a real, for me, that is a real, were you adopted because of those? Or Mm -hmm. did you getting adopted do something about that? Uh Uh-huh. And his last question, how is Roa Shiki still alive? And Akiha gets very sketchy. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He's like, okay, so did, are, are you lying to me? And Makahisa didn't actually kill him and just like sent him off somewhere? My guess is that Akiha saved Roa. Roa Shiki. That makes sense to me. Because again, she like she has a very much a you are both my brothers mm-hmm. and I love both of you. So like of course she would save Roa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh anyway, I wrote that Shiki is now bored of the exposition and would like to see his wife. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Bring back my favorite character. Uh-huh. So he shoes Akiha out because he wants to sleep. Uh, oh, and then asks one more question, even though he said he was done. And why did she call him back? And she's like, yeah, you're my brother. That's why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, fair. I'd, 
Yeah, don't be a jerk to your siblings. Or do, I don't know. Yeah, it depends on the sibling. Live your life. Yeah, there are definitely siblings out there who deserve to... Who don't deserve kindness. Mm-hmm. Um, Seems like he was a decent sibling, though. Back in the day. Yeah, like, caused trouble, but wasn't wasn't mean... Wasn't ever mean to Akiha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it must, it must be nice to have uh, the wild kid take the pressure off of you a little bit. Yeah. So... She leaves and Shiki's like, all right, I'm fucked completely up. Time to get out of bed and go on an adventure. Mm-hmm. Time to literally drag myself out of bed because I, can, I can't really stand up all that well. Mm-hmm. He moves and then notes that his point of death is gone. He still has like lines, but his point, the point of death that Roa almost stabbed is missing. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I should be dead then, unless Roa is seeing different points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very curious about what Akiha's abilities are. This is when CL comes in and is like, hey, 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 get the fuck back in bed. Uh-huh. And he's like, she, he's like, oh, where'd your glasses go? And she's, she says that she's sad that she lost her glasses because she they matched having glasses. <sighs> uh-huh. Which... Yeah, there's a lot of things that could apply, huh? Yeah, uh, my thought I, was like, is she connected to Ako? Aoko? Almost Because certainly. of the matching pair of glasses comment. Almost or, certainly. Yeah, probably. Aoko, to rem- as a reminder, is the sorcerer that made his glasses that he met when he was still in the hospital. Yeah. I think it's... it's I think I read it as a, oh, ha ha ha, I'm being a little flirty. Yeah, also um, but yeah, yeah, re-re- rereading these notes and being like, oh, yeah, that is, like, why does she need special magic glasses? Uh-huh. Find well, out here's... next time, hopefully, because I'm curious. Well, here's another thing, Fan, is that, uh, especially, Aoko stole the Mystic Eye Killer from her sister to make Shiki's glasses. Stole or borrowed? Uh, one or, one or the other. She got it from uh, her sister is the important thing. Given, so given their that... relationship in Extra, I'm gonna go with probably stole. <laughs> probably stole. So, yeah, that implies that CL could be Alco's sister. Yeah. Sister or... She was referred to as a discarded whatever, right? A, like, mm-hmm. discarded... A shell, yeah. Shell. So, yeah. Or they, like, copy of her sister or something. Mm-hmm. Something like that. We'll find uh, out. We though. will this find out at some point, I'm sure. So, Shiki actually thanks her for saving him. And she's like, that's fucking three times I've saved you. I'm not doing this anymore, bud. And he's like, it's okay. I'll just get the guy first next time. And she feels like, yeah, sure, the fuck you will. <laughs> it's such a... Oh God, I get it. Like, I get it. He's a He's a protagonist in an anime thing mm-hmm. um who is very confident in himself but it's just such a funny thing to be like to have somebody walk up to you and say like come on you're just gonna hurt yourself again and you're like well i was like i don't know i was like 10 percent of the way there last time i'll just get it this time uh-huh yeah i'll i'll close that gap as i crawl out of my deathbed <laughs> yeah he, he's not only it's not a like okay well we're evenly matched again. This is exactly the same as last time. It's, I can barely move. I'll get him this time. <laughs> He's not going to get a training arc. <laughs> yeah. So, he asks CL some questions. Uh, we confirm that the guy who tried to kill him was Roa. Yep. 
mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, we get confirmation that Akiha does hate hate CL, her job, her faith, and her personally. <laughs> Akiha hates almost everyone who isn't one of the two maids and um, uh-huh. uh, Shiro. I almost said Shiro. Um, I did, in fact, write Shiro down at some point when I meant Shiki. Uh, Shiki. Do you think Akiha has school friends? I hope so. I... I think that she's the, let's see, she is the, uh, cold, uh, rich girl who it just takes the, um, the, like, kind of bad girl who's, who kind of, you know, shows up to school late and, uh, just talks really loud and, and vulgarly, um, to bring her out of her shell. Wait, then, wait, 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 wait. And then they kiss. So... What you're saying is that Kiha's gay. <laughs> One sec, I have to. Oh yeah, so you're saying that uh, Akiha has her own Arihiko. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. I also that specifically Akiha is not a Yuri protagonist, <laughs> but a Yuri love interest. Yeah, okay, okay, I get that. I, can I mean, see that. like, yeah, which she becomes, she is one of the main couple, uh, she's, she's basically, yeah, she becomes a protagonist as, as their relationship develops. Mm-hmm. So. This, that, that, that's a way better game than this one. Is. That would be a better game, then. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm sure that her route has some interesting bits. I am also sure it has some stuff that is gonna. Unforgivable. Make us very uncomfortable. So, uh, CL also confirms that the vampire's lair has been in the school this whole time, and that's why there was no dead presence around it, was because he was making very sure that they weren't anywhere near the school, which is where his body was. Which is super interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Archeid also hasn't gotten to him yet. Mm-hmm. We get a little bit of like clarification about how Roa's reincarnation works. She like insists that the, the victim... The person that he chooses as a baby becomes him and then eventually will gain all of his powers and knowledge. But the personality is still based on the body and its upbringing. Yeah. So this so is where I think you said memories earlier. And I read this as memories aren't transferred, but hmm. yeah, like powers and things that he knows and and like literally just the desire to keep living. Mm-hmm. I, that mm-hmm. might be wrong, but yeah, I'm not totally sure because there's the part later where it talks about how uh, the the shiki part of him dies down a little bit and becomes more Roa. Yeah, which is yeah, which is fair. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it does say here that the original Roa doesn't really exist; just his wish for immortality and his library of knowledge. Yeah, but I kind of read that as his memories are in there, but they're not. It's more like he read a book about that person. Than yeah. It's it's a book in the library. But, yeah. It's not. But again, and then later it's like, okay, well, but actually he is here. <laughs> uh, a little bit, yeah. So Roa, in this case, doesn't really care about Arkid. He cares a lot more about Shiki and wanting revenge for everything he was that was taken from him by Shiki. Yeah. Because it's because it's uh Roa Shiki or yeah, it is uh, Shiki who is who is has Roa's soul, 
um, who wants that, not mm-hmm. Roa. Yeah, Roa the vampire wouldn't really care about Shiki at all, yeah. but he's he's very distracted by his current body's uh, impulses, basically. Yes. Yeah. So, CL's like, you can't, You, I know you hate this guy so much and you want to fight him, and he's like, no, I, I just care about Archeid. I don't really care about this guy. It's This isn't the route where I really care about Roa. It's yeah. not where I care about Archeid. <laughs> and CL's like, what? She's not human. Why do you care so much? I wonder if CL is projecting. Uh-huh. That must be it. I, yeah. Yeah, it's also, yeah, there's, like, definitely a little bit of jealousy here. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, fucking love me next time. Um, mm-hmm. Good news, CL, we're doing your route next. Uh-huh. But, yeah, there's, there's, yeah, it is also entirely possible that CL's like, well, fucking, if you had to love somebody who wasn't human, why not me? Uh-huh. So, yeah, Shiki's like, I just don't want Ark to get hurt again. CL's like, that's too bad, because if she fights Roa, she's gonna fucking die. She's spending too much of her power trying to stop herself from going on a human-killing spree, and she's she's not going to be able to kill him, and even you can't make up the difference. Mm-hmm. Bad. Yeah. If it was better explained how it's not just willpower, but actually using their magical energy to stifle their urges... Mm-hmm. Uh, I might buy it a little more. I don't know that I would love it, but it just feels so goofy that one of those is a willpower thing and the other of those is a, like, I can actually, like, use magic thing. Mm-hmm. I kind of read it as them using magical energy to force their body not to out- act outside of their control. Okay. I guess that's yeah, fair. It's not totally clear, but I uh, that was the uh, justification I kind of came up with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they need willpower to decide not to do it, but also they need magical power to stop their body from just the impulse taking over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Archeid refusing to drink blood and not resting is keeping her at the edge of death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she not really... Great. Could have used a couple of days of just sleep, huh? Uh-huh. So, Shiki stands up and falls over. Oops. <laughs> he sure fucking does! It's he... great. This is... Okay, I do not I do enjoy this, because it is absolutely something that Shiro would do, mm-hmm. and would just keep going, and, mm-hmm. like, fight through it. And Shiki's just like, I... No, Shiki's body just doesn't work like that. <laughs> no, no. Shiki, yeah. He's on the edge. CL's like, uh, don't worry about it. Ark's gonna die, but the burial agency is on its way. And in seven days, r- this version of Roa will die. And like, yeah, no. It's not gonna stop him forever, but... Yeah. But also we'll the seven days is interesting. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, well, fucking... A uh, bunch more people are probably gonna die in those seven days, but mm-hmm. nothing we can do about it. Probably, Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the the whole burial agency on, like, a plane to Japan. <laughs> yep, just a bunch of Catholics, uh, priests, and nuns just boarding the plane, taking up two rows. Did, did they fly first class? Or are they, it's like... It's Catholic church. They absolutely flew, flew first class. Okay. I think it's funnier if they don't, but you're right that... Yeah, no... Actually, it's hilarious because they're the ones who board first and then everyone just has to walk past like three rows of seats just full 
of people in full uh, uh-huh. like priest and nun gear with like suspiciously big cases. Yeah, that they uh-huh. shouldn't be able to bring on the plane. But there's almost certainly to. like the the hint of a sword poking out of one of them, mm-hmm. or or a suspiciously sword shaped case somewhere. <laughs> they all got distributed air marshal badges <laughs> to explain why they have guns terrible so yeah the burial agency is gonna come and kill roa so she's like don't worry about the city it's gonna be fine and he's like i never fucking cared about the city so he demands his knife back and she's like no and he's like it's mine though it's impolite to keep my possessions from me and she's she that works on her it yeah again really goofy i don't know Mm -hmm. maybe she's i mean she is catholic maybe she's yeah, uh, I think she's worried. Cares a lot he's... about the Ten Commandments or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I think she's like, well, he's just gonna grab a fruit knife and go for it anyway. If I don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably part of it. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. And then she's like, what? What is it about Ark that makes her so like attractive to you? That makes you care about her so so much? And if you if you give me your true, honest answer, I won't stop you from going. Listen, CL, I love a sad girl. <laughs> exactly. She's been. He says that Archiet has been alone her entire life, and he wants to make sure she doesn't have to be alone anymore, and show her a world worth living in. To make give her enough joy to make up for all the times she lacked it. This it's is really one sweet. of the few times that I have ever. Uh, I don't want to say respected Cheeky. Mm-hmm. But definitely agreed with him. Absolutely. This is a hugely relatable uh, impulse to me. Arcoid, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just, she's so good. Mm-hmm. I love her, and I want I want to pat her head and see her smile and bounce around. That is mm-hmm. all. So CL puts up her hands, and she's like, you really don't have to try so hard. To ma- she's already, Ark is already happy. And then Ark, who's been listening from the tree outside the window, makes a break for it. <laughs> it yeah, this is, I don't, <laughs> it's, go- yeah, this is goofy, it's good. but this also, is good goofy. I'm here for, Absolutely. I'm here for uh, Shiki not being able to say his true feelings to Ark. CL knowing that, seeing Arkian uh on the tree outside and being like so cheeky what what is it about uh arcuid real wingman moments CL. yeah thank you i think he would i think he is at the point where he would be able to talk to her if things weren't going on you know what i mean maybe eventually i don't know that he'd be able to say like yeah i love you yeah you might be right he should be in my opinion but yeah he's he's hard. all but said it but Mm -hmm. whatever. So, Ark is on the run. Uh, CL knew she was there the whole time. And of course she was. She's worried about Shiki. Mm -hmm. She says that Shiki's the only thing Ark cares about more than Roa. But now, Ark is rushing to kill Roa before Shiki can get up and get himself hurt. Yeah, which, again, makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. So, CL's like, you're never gonna catch her. She's really fucking fast. Go take a nap. And he's like, Let's see. oh god, there's a really awful moment. Uh-huh. He, yeah. I yeah. I mentioned earlier that uh, 
that was the last really bad moment in this route and that I liked the rest of it, uh, having completely blocked this moment from my memory. It's just a throwaway line and it sucks so much. So uh, CL's like, oh, I wasn't expecting all this to happen, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, carry me to school, CL. And she's like, no. And he's like, I'll sexually assault you if you don't. What? I... And she's like, kind of like eyebrows at him. (laughs) So much worse somehow. Like, yeah, I, yeah, this, it feels so weird, because one, she could absolutely just, like, push him onto the bed and he couldn't do anything about it and leave, and, like, her uh-huh. leave. It's not a credible threat, obviously, but yeah. it's still terrible. What yeah, a, no. a good joke to make, dude. Yeah, it doesn't even feel like a joke in the moment to me. Mm-hmm. It felt like... I if well this'll get her to listen to me. And it's like, mm-hmm. why? I just Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he was just like throwing shit out uh to prove that he's serious about all this or something. I I don't know. Yeah, it yeah. It just it's it's yet another moment that made me go like, fuck this. Yeah, uh-huh. He's I, he's yeah. lost all at this point he's lost all of the goodwill points that I gave him. Uh, yeah, and then about three hundred more. <laughs> I started off this route going, "Hey, Shiki isn't so bad." Um, and at this He's point, I'm like, "No, nope, he it. he sucks." I I care about his relationship to Arcoid. I do not care about him at all. I think that a lot of this stuff is an artifact of the time. You know what I mean? The yeah, time yeah. and environment in which it's written, and that sometimes characters act in ways that seem counter to the character that you are presented with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is, yeah, I should have... Not really an excuse for their behavior, but um, there are moments in Fate Grand Order where the protagonist acts in a way that is morally reprehensible. Uh Uh-huh, there sure are. You just gotta kind of, like, be like, okay, that was a different writer writing that. Yeah, I think my my issue here is that it's pretty much all Nasu, I'm pretty sure. Who gets better about this stuff? And well, is yeah, and that's writing, the yeah. that's the actual thing is like this doesn't like especially not in Grand Order, but it's also just like that. This kind of I'm a shitty dude, and so I'm just gonna like threaten to rape every woman in sight until she does what I want her to. Doesn't it like definitely doesn't show up in Stay Night? Um, fuck, and yeah, and it's like. Yes, as you said, it feels like a a relic of the era. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily the era period, because like I can absolutely imagine somebody writing a character like this today. Mm-hmm. But it it feels like a relic of that era for Type Moon slash Nasu yeah. writing. It wasn't taken as seriously. Yeah, in the community that they're writing well, these well, stories for a combination of wasn't taken as seriously and it was. A thing, yeah, the, the like, uh, I maybe used the word grimdark too much, mm-hmm. but it definitely feels like a, like, oh, yeah, this is gritty and, and, and fucked up, mm-hmm. uh, so Shiki's going to do fucked up things. Yeah. I suppose, that, listen, there are plenty of ways to make a setting gritty and fucked up and not have really gross writing. They do it a lot. In fact. Yeah, which they figure out, and I'm so happy that they do, because otherwise we wouldn't be here. Uh-huh. I promise it gets better. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, and yeah, this is just such a throwaway line. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You can just say, or I'll beat you up. And it's like the same exact sentiment without being nearly as gross. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. And also, similarly, means nothing because he absolutely can't. Yeah, it is both a, even him on his best day would have no chance, but he can literally, again, he can barely stand up on his own. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. So, she, yeah, she does scoop him up and goes barreling out the window again because she doesn't use doors. She's very good at princess carries, though. Have we ever seen CL use a door normally to exit and enter a building? A building? No. I think she's entered the classroom before. Yeah. Yeah, she has. But I don't think I've ever seen her enter she a building She must use a door before. at school. She, she must. In, it makes sense that she would. But have we seen it? No. Mm. Which worries me. CL enters through the window all the time theory. <laughs> this is, <laughs> is going to be my CL root version of uh, Archaeid is cold theory. <laughs> There's evidence for it. So they get to school really fast. I I wrote down that I assumed that she's human. uh, Because other exorcists that we've seen, Kotamine, is also like superhumanly fast and strong, but is human. He's, um... There's something weird about them, and we don't really know. Yeah. Exactly what. This again ties into like what... So the church hates magic canonically. Mm-hmm. They also definitely have things that look a lot like magic. Uh-huh. And I maybe that will get explored at some point mm-hmm. uh in something that has already been written. Maybe it will be explored at some point in something that has yet to be written. But uh-huh. there's definitely a um there's an interesting like thread of church powerful church people having superhuman abilities. To the point, and also, like, superhuman, um, not not just weapons, but tools. Mm-hmm. Things that allow them to, yeah, fight supernatural forces, like, even though they're human. Yeah, uh-huh. Things like the Black Keys and yeah. other things that are mentioned, like the Seventh Holy Sacrament, whatever that is. Yeah. Okay. They arrive at school, and CL says one of my fucking favorite sentences in this she's like oh it's a full moon out you know true ancestors are from the moon originally <laughs> that's all we get is the problem <laughs> it's it's so good and then and then just nothing <laughs> uh-huh and this is the root about a true ancestor so you would think this would be the root where we find out about their their moon troubles no all we get is that they're from the moon the moon. The moon. <laughs> They're from the moon. They're from the moon, Ben. It's so good. Does it say they're from the moon or, the, or they originate from the moon? I'm not I didn't sure. Write it down. I don't know. We'll, we'll, I'm sure it'll get examined. I, I know a little bit about this because of wiki diving, but I, it'll, it's very different to experience it. Mm-hmm. So, the full moon is when a true ancestor and by extension dead apostles are at their most powerful. Roa is going to be nigh invincible, and Ciel isn't sure she could finish him off, given her limited equipment. And Shiki's like, it doesn't really make a difference to me in the way my powers work, so... Yeah, well, except it definitely does. Mm-hmm. I believe that... I, 
I, I guess it's unclear whether it's just he's been using his eyes and hanging out with vampires or mm-hmm. if it is actually the moon. But I feel like his eyes are at least so, to some extent tied to the moon. I don't know. Yeah, he does say that the moonlight makes death lines stand out too much. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is interesting. Know. Yeah. Write in if you have more clarity on this. I, I do wonder if it's just that... Um... I mean, we might find out more through through later arcs, yeah, too. Yeah, I'm sure. He frames it as like, oh, the type of lighting just makes it more more obvious. But I wonder if it's just also making him, his eyes stronger. Yeah. So CL walks with him for a little bit. And then she's like, well, I can't fight Roa directly. You and Ark are going to get murdered because of how stupid you are, how foolish you are. So I'm going to swoop in and get the kill at the end once you're dead. Yeah, well, well, Ro is distracted killing you and Arcoid. I'm gonna kill him. Mm-hmm. And you'll be dead, but uh, so will he. So it's uh-huh. fine. Yeah, she's like, I saved you three times. Plenty of times. Uh-huh. He, he really owes her, like, three lives. He should mm-hmm. do something about that. Next route. I guess, yeah. He says his goodbyes, he says he had a fun time with her, and she says it was like a dream. Yep, another lonely girl, another branch of time. Yeah, I I love this. Yeah, day 11 part two is kind of what got me to really enjoy CL. Not mm-hmm. that I like disliked her before this, she just, but yeah, she has a strong start and then just kind of fades out. Yeah. And this was a like, oh, right. She's listen, I just I just love a sad girl so much. She's a mirror for Archeid, it feels like. Yeah, yeah. The, On the other side of a war. <laughs> Yeah, and dealing with some of the same issues and some that are, like, mm-hmm. entirely different. Yeah, she seems also to be really caught up in her duty, doesn't really have connections to people, especially not lasting ones. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the death lines are squirming, <laughs> and he takes this to mean that Arki and Roa are fighting, and somehow he manages to run to go find them up on the fourth floor. Yeah. Which... They're not really fighting, they're just staring at each other. Is yeah, uh-huh. It it sure is the two of them staring at each other waiting for Shiki to show up. Roa is standing a bit down the hall, uh, and Archeid is kneeling on the ground and she like looks up at Shiki with that great like hand over her face, one eye visible <sighs> monster look that she does. It's so good. And she uses her mystic eyes of enchantment to seal him in place so he can't interfere. Which... And Roa says that's mean to Shiki. This is so sad. <laughs> yeah, this is whew, this is really where it gets where rubber hits the road, huh? This is where this is the stuff that if all of the gross things that we've talked about weren't in this game or or even were just avoidable. Mm-hmm. Weren't in scenes that are on the critical path. Mm-hmm. This is the stuff that would make me go fucking everyone who's listening, please play this game. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. This is, um, this is why this uh, podcast is a Crying Rules Actually production. Because I, yeah, <laughs> this is where I was like, oh, oh no, this sucks. Don't, mm-hmm. like, I know what you're doing. You're trying to push him away so that maybe he'll survive. But maybe just accept his help. <laughs> uh-huh. So Roa is taunting Archeid. He's like, you're not even really a true ancestor anymore. You can't do anything. You've lost your powers. And this is when she we get a 
tiny, tiny bit of what her power would be if she was actually uh, at full strength. She uses her marble phantasm. This rules. <laughs> like, uh-huh. again, uh, I think I said, I've said this in the past, but the the writing of fights can be mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. Um, in it's yeah, it's remarkable how how fast paced and like tense the action scenes can feel, despite mm-hmm. the fact that it's like literally just text on a still background. Mm-hmm. It feels like there is there are things moving. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, this is a really good moment of like the all of the descriptions in the scene, pretty much, are mm-hmm. super great. Of like, oh right. You get the feeling that she is, in fact, really powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the hallway is, like, pulsing and, like, shifting in the very weirdly described way. And Roa, despite everything being in his favor, is a little bit unsettled by this. He, he backs off and is, like, still talking big at her and says something about how... He's, he's like, oh, you can kill me, but I'll just come back again stronger, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Shiki is standing there unable to move and is sure that is worried that Ark, Ark is going to die. What? And then fair. <laughs> yeah. Ark she's, uses, oh sorry. She's clearly pushing herself beyond her limits. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. It's just <laughs> I, I, she's yeah, she's trying so hard to get everything. Mhm. And yeah, I just mm-hmm. Ta- she's taking the whole weight of the world on her shoulders. Yeah. And they're small shoulders sometimes. Yeah. Especially after, you know, she got murdered and has I no power murdered. left. Real real small shoulders. Mm-hmm. So she activates her marble phantasm and the entire hallway turns into a rolling sea of blades. A fucking chipper shredder that tears Roa apart until there's just all the way down to his ankles. So there's just feet left. Just his shoes. And I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Damn. Fuck. Uh-huh. This was like, oh, oh, this rules. <laughs> uh-huh. It's hard for her to do this. This would be pretty easy for her to do normally. And that's fuck. that's fucking scary. Uh huh. But Roa is able to rapidly re- reconstitute himself, run at her, and slices through the death line in her stomach. Mm-hmm. I think this is where I wrote down just I dot 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 fuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, oh, oh god, Arcuid, babe, uh-huh. like, you didn't have to do this. He, Roa comments that the, if it wasn't the full moon, he wouldn't be strong enough to regenerate from that, and so he's tooting his own horn. Yeah, that that moment was the one where I was like, why tonight, though? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why? You could have... Uh-huh. Waited yeah, one more day. Just, yeah. <sighs> so, we also get the un- unfortunate detail that Roa has mystic eyes of death perception, be- not because of blood, but because of his relationship with death and the fact that he's died so many times. Mm-hmm. But he learned how to do it based on she- watching Shiki. Yeah, that's yeah. He learned it's how really to use interesting it. that it's like a, okay, I, I know I like I have these things. I don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. And then he saw Shiki. And he's like, oh, <laughs> I get it now. Yep, so he drops Arkia's body and kicks her towards Shiki. 
who is her life is fading and she is losing the power to stop him so he's able to run to her <sighs> uh-huh shiki yeah shiki stops like forgets that Roe is in the room basically and runs for her I, to be fair so does well no the plot doesn't but like Roe is just kind of like yeah fucking say your goodbyes listen i have all night mm-hmm. but this yeah this is again like i i i don't necessarily like shiki uh their relationship i do enjoy uh-huh. <laughs> so this was heartbreaking i want arc to be happy it's him him hugging her and her just kind of like laying there and like smiling at the tiniest bit but not even having the energy to hug back just mm-hmm. killed me yeah she like makes a joke about her performance being kind of lame and he's yeah. like trying to like reassure her that it's going to be okay and <sighs> there was definitely there was definitely a moment where i was like maybe it will be okay mm-hmm. like maybe Mm -hmm. and then it's just it's not and it's like oh oh okay he she demands that she drink his blood and she refuses and we get the we get the reverse of the what if game yeah this god this is the moment that just like broke me because yeah it's Mm -hmm. He's like, what if, though? What if? And she's like, I don't like what ifs. And he says that he does because they make you feel like there's still hope. Yeah, they Uh make, yeah, they let you, like, pretend, oh, God, where's the... That everything's gonna be okay. Not knowing how things will turn out, yet still having hope, at least for that moment, is what Arkuid says when they're having burgers, and then I believe that Shiki at least says something very close to that here. Yeah, yeah, he's very, Um, very close. And it's just, it's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, because she's, she's like, I don't, I don't have, I don't have the energy left for hope. I just, like, I'm dying. I, I I'm just happy that I'm here with you. Yeah. She and, asks. And, and he's like, well, okay. Like, yeah, I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad that I can, like, help you. But I still have to live my life. Uh-huh. I still have to keep going. And, like, how the fuck am I supposed to do that when the person I care about this much is mm-hmm. laying in my arms about to die? Mm-hmm. She asks her Shiki to kiss her, and he does, and she does can't really kiss back even. <laughs> and she says she always wanted to do something like that, and that she's never been as happy as she is right now, so this is really the perfect time for her to go. And then she goes. Mm-hmm. Uh Mm -hmm. and then uh shiki's there's a good shiki quote after that is um she's done it no matter how you look at it there's nothing more suddenly before i could say the right thing she went off and passed away by herself shiki is constantly plagued by not being able to say the right thing until it's too late and yep. that continues here. And I just... <sighs> uh-huh. All right. And now Roa interjects being a showboating asshole again. He sucks. 
He's like, oh, ooh, I'm I'm shocked you survived. And he's like, oh, wouldn't it have been so much? Wouldn't my powers have been so much greater if I had taken your body instead of this cheeky's body? Mm-hmm. Which probably. Yeah, he would have had natural death perception. Well, yeah, yeah, we're we're about to get into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, OK, OK. Shiki's like, I have two things to ask you and one thing to tell you, <laughs> which is so good. Uh huh. Why did it, why did he kill our kid? And he's like, I she attacked me. Uh, I wish I could have fought her at full strength and killed her. Which, yeah, feels mm-hmm. like a bluff. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a like, oh yeah, literally thirty seconds ago, I said that uh, it's only because of the full moon that I managed to survive. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Roa, this is where Roa comments that the Roa part of his personality is stronger now because Shiki is the Shiki part. The the Roa Shiki part is satisfied with his revenge, having taken Archeid from from uh, Shiki. Yeah, which is I don't know, like fucking yeah. I don't know. Don't fridge girls. Mm-hmm. Don't fridge girls. And now Roa wants to turn Shiki into a zombie puppet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. He wants to turn him into a, a dead servant. Then, second question. Shiki asks if Roa can see death lines on inanimate objects. And she, Roa is like, that's stupid. No, why? Dead thi- like, inanimate things aren't alive. So there wouldn't have death lines. This, okay, this is like, we've gone from me literally crying to tears still in my eyes going, fuck yes, we're getting somewhere. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This, yeah, we're... This, yeah, Shiki like slowly being like, okay, I know the answers to these two questions. I just need to ask them anyway. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, it's very, it's very good. Um, fi- Shiki, do something for us, please. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Shiki is getting amped up, even though also he's, like, at death's door, too, practically. Yeah, he he collapsed, not from, like, ah, uh, I'm gonna start crying, but from, like, my body just doesn't work anymore. Uh-huh. Ro is like, you're kind of wasting these last words, aren't you? <laughs> On stupid questions. He does, he says that he's gonna turn Shiki into a, a, a dead and then use him to kill CL. He's gonna have him kill CL as his next move. Which awful which again feels like a yeah i'm saying this to be to be uh like showboaty ishiki could absolutely not take on cl but Mm -hmm. Uh, as a puppet under control of roa maybe with the death eyes but Eh. like would shiki be that much stronger than the rest of the dead which presumably cl is pretty capable of taking out I was under the impression that Roa could pilot him. Okay, that's like me. Yeah, right. Yes, that is said at some point. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe it's a fair fight, but mm-hmm. uh, let's see. Yeah, and then Shiki drops the the revelation that has been hinted at from the way that Roa has been acting that the two of them aren't seeing the same things. It's so good. <laughs> Roa. The distinction is that Roa can see life, uh, while Shiki can see death. And truly understands what death is, while Roa has been av- averting his eyes from it his entire existence. Which is so good. Because it's like, yeah, of course you can't see death. It's mm-hmm. like, you've been avoiding death. Yeah, like, the physical thing that you have that you have been inhabiting has broken. 
but you've never died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, yeah, this this revelation was like, yes, this rules. This, I love this. this. Yeah, he says that if Roa could truly see death, he wouldn't be able to stand either. He says the ground is not there and the sky seems about to fall at any moment, talking about how the entire world, not just people, everything is hair's breadth away from uh, ceasing to exist at any moment. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. It mm-hmm. rules. It rules. Mm-hmm. Which is, yeah, is also like, oh, yeah, even, I think, uh, earlier, Akuid says, like, it would burn out your brain. And then, yeah, this is a moment where it's like, yeah, even if you had a true ancestor, or not true ancestor, uh, dead apostle's brain, and, like, presumably you've done, you you have some more resilience mm-hmm. than a normal human, uh it would still just like you wouldn't you wouldn't mentally be able to ke- like keep up with that mm-hmm. that knowledge is too much for literally anyone uh-huh roa seems primally upset by w- what shiki is saying and is suddenly very scared of shiki looking at him with the- his eyes yeah this is another one of of yeah like this you know i keep saying this moment rules but mm-hmm. It it feels like a climax in the climax in the best way, mm-hmm. in that Shiki is on the floor, barely able to stand, and Roa is like, "Fuck this!" Uh huh. Uh huh. He's terrified. <laughs> yeah. Because because he is ultimately terrified of death. That has has been his entire arc. Yeah. Yeah. And he's. The way he's been grandstanding about being able to fight Archeid and all this stuff mirrors the way he's grandstanding about having defeated death. Yeah, I think it's, it's, yeah. And, like, he truly believes that, well, yeah, in in his fight with Archeid, it doesn't matter if he dies, if mm-hmm. the, or if that body dies, because he has a backup. Like, he'll mm-hmm. keep living. It's fine. But then, yeah, confronted with actual if yeah there might not be an escape here mm-hmm. he's like oh i didn't i wasn't prepared for this mm-hmm. um and it, yeah it's just it's very good uh another good cheeky line i'll show oh. you this is what it means to kill something and he stabs the death point of the floor and the hallway is killed the concept of the hallway is killed and becomes dust and rubble how shiki escapes from this it somehow he only makes the rest of the hallway collapse. Yeah. Well, like he falls. Mm-hmm. But somehow uh no rubble landed on him. I guess he knows where to where it's going to break. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess he can see the, the lines and like uh-huh. presumably knows where's safe to Yeah, whereas Roa can't I don't know. see any of that. That still stuff. feels like a gamble, but like whatever. He's the protagonist. Mm-hmm. He's the protagonist. Uh, oh, yeah, no, he doesn't fall. Because he has to walk past Archeid's body, right? And he has to go down the stairs to go to the courtyard. Oh, does he have to go down the stairs? Okay. I didn't... Yeah. Yeah, I... That's silly. That's that's very, like, finale stuff. Brushing over it. Uh Uh-huh. I guess it's more believable that he didn't fall. (laughs) Yeah, because Roa is, like... Fucked up by this fall. Yeah, Roa is crushed under the the rubble of this entire building, barely pulling himself, his upper half out. Which I guess is interesting and points to, like, dead apostles are just human bodies. Mm-hmm. 
and like they yeah they have a bunch of powers that they cultivated during life and like can you know make the dead but like their actual well their actual factual bodies are quite quite limited i guess they do have enhanced healing he regenerated completely from uh being destroyed but that was that was all the juice he had too yeah you know what i mean yeah, but I mean, like the the him getting speared by the the black keys and burning, um, mm-hmm. like five nights ago or whatever, whenever that happened, like he still survived from that. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's which been... is, but yeah, if if he yeah he had time presumably to just like sit and regenerate, mm-hmm. it wasn't oh I got crushed under a bunch of rubble and now my enemy is still here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's also been li- like Ar- like the way that we assume Archeid has been storing energy over time. He's been storing like the lives of people. You know what I mean? He's been eating people and storing a lot of magical energy that way, which yeah. is how he's been able to like re- keep up regenerating in a way that Archeid couldn't once she spent all of her power. You know. Uh huh. But he's uh he's apparently hit his limit now. Uh huh. So yeah. he's crawling out of the rubble, screaming that Shiki is a monster. <laughs> Which I yeah, this is this is Shiki at his most monstrous. Uh-huh. Of like just like yeah, like cold cold the the way that he asks those questions mm-hmm. and then the yeah, specifically yeah, just all of his lines here are like, Oh, I'm enjoying killing you. Uh-huh. <laughs> um both the yeah. Uh, I'll show you this is what it means to kill something before destroying the hallway. And then here, where it's, you're not scared, are you? It's a path you're quite familiar with. If there's a difference, it's only one thing. This time, you can't come back. It's a very good line. It, yeah, it rules. Roa is, like, screaming and crawling, and Shiki just kind of lightly stabs him through the death point. Yeah, which, again, is like, oh, right, without... Like, you're strong because of the because of the uh like abilities you have with your body mm-hmm. not not like your body itself has inherent power mm-hmm. i guess is yeah yeah even even regenerating um when he got sliced up by arcade like took time and it was fine because neither arcade or shiki were in any position to mm-hmm. move um yeah mm-hmm yeah, no, it's it's a it's a good bit. It's a good moment. So, like with uh, chaos, stabbing the point of death kills the concept of the person. Re- reincarnation doesn't matter if the soul is dead. Oh, it's uh-huh. so good. Uh, Shiki oh. makes a comment about the whole: if he perceives the death of inanimate things, he'll burn out his brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he'd rather destroy his brain. Uh, if- he would rather have even destroyed his brain faster if it could have meant he could have saved Archeid. Mm-hmm. Listen, I get that. Uh-huh. Sometimes you just want... Sometimes... Yeah, sometimes you have someone who is so important that living life without them in the moment feels like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? And then yeah. you go to therapy and, you know, take a couple of days and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Somehow, despite everything we've been told about how stabbing the point of death is instantly fatal for anything, even Arcuid, <laughs> Roa still manages to come over and grab his ankles uh, as he's dying and is about to 
uh, bite his throat before being stabbed by Ciel and turning to dust. Uh-huh. Who says that it was her kill, then. <laughs> she fucking kill-steals him. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, she's so funny, because she's like, well, I guess that one's mine. Uh-huh. And he's like, what are you talking about? And she, she actually has a reason for doing this beyond a joke. She says that he shouldn't come over to the world of killing people, like, with her. Yeah, which is... So, yeah. Yeah, which paints a grim picture of what her life is like. Uh-huh. Um, yes. But does so, does again like reiterate that she cares about him. Yeah. And wants wants at the very least for him to have a better life than the one she has. Yeah. So she's the one who killed Roa, she says, and Shiki's like, that's a lie, and she says, but it's a kind one. And then he falls unconscious looking at the moon. Mm-hmm. And that's day eleven. It sure is. All that said, it's time for Tsukehime, an epilogue. We're at the end. We're at the end of uh, part one of this five-part Tsukehime series. Uh Uh-huh. After uh, many, many hours. (laughs) Many, many hours. We don't know how long it's been. But Shiki is awakened in his bed by Hisui once again. Normal stuff. Yeah. The again, I think this happens a couple times during the the main story. Mm-hmm. But that it just cuts from like extremely supernatural and very dramatic scenes to like, oh, and you know, this morning Shiki's getting awakened like every morning and mm-hmm. prepares to go to school. It's a little different this time, though, because Hisui is making him breakfast. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though she said she didn't want to cook for him, so. Yeah, she must have, you know, figured it out or something. Or uh, we jumped uh, routes to her route. She finally, finally processed how to make eggs. She's been thinking about it for, like, a week. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Sometimes it's a little little hard to process what you're thinking and feeling. Uh Uh-huh. Love her. I love her. Shiki peeks over at the knife that's sitting on his desk, and he, and he says he's never going to use it again. His knife and days are over. I'm sure that that's true, and he will never, ever, ever have a use for it. There's definitely not a uh, sequel to this game. A half-sequel. Mm-hmm. So it's been about a week, it sounds like, and he's kind of just gone back to normal. Uh, CL must have carried him home from the whole, the school mess. But, yeah. yeah. He wasn't doing great then, he so wasn't doing that makes great. sense. He fell unconscious in the r- remains of that hallway. Uh-huh. Speaking of, apparently that hallway's already been repaired, which fucking, I have never heard of a school being that on top of things. Even small it, things. Where does it say a week? Oh, I can't tell you that. I think it does say it's been a week at one point. Okay. I don't think it's been that long. Yeah. I mean, like, there's, like, you could temporary, temporarily repair the hallway. That's, that's true. That's possible. I mean, it's a collapsed fourth floor hallway. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. going to be a hard one to fix. Maybe, okay, then magic is the answer. Mm-hmm. CL fixed it. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know. I think that they just kind of glazed, glazed over that. You know, a hallway got fixed. Who cares? Anyway. Well, apparently us. We care. We care about all sorts of useless things. They're not useless, Ben. It's world building. The, uh, yeah. It's, it's hallway yeah. building. <laughs> oh my god. No one at school remembers CL still. There's been no more serial murders. The freakish serial killer has gone away. Weird that we killed the person who was doing that and it stopped. Uh-huh. And yeah, Shiki's carrying on. He's, like, not doing great about it, though. He's got a big hole in his heart, metaphorically speaking. Which, I don't know, that seems fair. Uh-huh. It's only been a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not That's not a lot of time to, like, process his grief. He's like, mm, I wonder if I'll eventually lose my mind from grief. <laughs> that's, that's the sign that someone's doing A-okay. Uh-huh. This seems great. It seems fine. Everything's great. And we find out that he's been keeping he's been trying to keep his promise to Arceid. Arceid. Mm. Every night he waits for her at school so that they can meet up at the school and have one more day together. Wait waits at the park? He's waiting at the school here. Oh yeah. It's it's not the promise of we'll meet oh, up right. to yes, yeah. go fight. It's him. the it's the let's meet here as the sun sets and okay, yeah. And then go yeah. and have a date day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh-huh. So he's just like I guess no one ki- no one comes by to check and kick him out of the school, and he just sits in the classroom for hours and hours and hours every night. Yeah. There are two endings to the Archaid route. You don't get a choice the first time. The first time pushes you to the true ending, always. Which makes it sound like what actually happened. Yeah. But, uh-huh. yeah. Oh, God, that's right. There's that, uh, that line plays again that... I forgot to note it down when Arky had said it in the first place, but... <laughs> okay, when everything's over, let's come here again, Shiki. It won't have any meaning, but I'm sure it'll be really, really fun. Oh. Oh, that's very sweet. Uh-huh, it's just... Yeah. She's trying... I love her. And she mm-hmm. doesn't... She doesn't get how to say this, but... Because mm-hmm. it will have meaning. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I... It's, yeah, yeah, she's like, she doesn't even understand why she wants to do it that bad. Mm-hmm. But she does. So he's like, Shiki's like, have I already lost my mind just sitting here waiting for someone who'll never show up? And guess who shows up? It's another, I feel like it's another, like... It's another one of those. Uh, oh, weird, I'm daydreaming Archeid. Oh, Arch is here actually she's standing by the windows uh, not coming any closer and he feels like a, a gulf between them which is fair because there's a literal uh, physical gulf between them Uh huh. and also why is she here <laughs> she says that she was planning on disappearing but she's worried that he'd just wait here forever so she couldn't leave him alone like that this is... He waits in a lot of places for her. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh. Uh-huh. So, he says that he promised never to keep break another promise, and she smiles and thanks him, and then she apologizes because she can't keep her end. Yeah. So, we get the the last big reveal that this arc has to offer. 
the real reason that she was so fervent in her hunt of Roa, she did drink human blood once. She drank Roa's blood and created him. Uh-huh. And I reread this uh, earlier today, preparing mm-hmm. for this. Um, one, it's also just a really good ending. Mm-hmm. Um, it Yeah, it feels nice and like, I don't know, it's sad. but it's very sad. So is a lot of this route. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, she didn't, she didn't, yeah, it's. The the other true ancestors didn't even know that she had the vampiric influence. Yeah. Didn't tell her she shouldn't drink blood. Uh-huh. And so she just, like, did it. Did it, because she was which hungry is... and didn't realize that it was wrong. Yeah, which is, like, both... God, she's such a little baby. And mm-hmm. the true other true ancestors should have taken better care of her. Really? Um, Rella stole a portion of her power. and then Stole? Or... Stole. He also okay. stole her power. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then he used said power to go on a killing spree and killed all the other true ancestors besides her. Yeah, I remember that part being a like, okay, CL didn't have the whole story. Yeah, uh-huh. So she says she, that because of what she did and the tragedy she's caused, she, she'll never drink human blood again. And fair. because she has drunk human blood... She is on the decline. She can never go back to normal. <sighs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I disagree, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. It I disagree from a like we'll talk about literally the good end. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, it works for me in a I need a reason for this ending to happen but also to be incredibly sad. Mhm. Mm-hmm. This is, like, as good a reason as any. So, that explains how she managed to come back to life again. By killing Roa permanently, Shiki freed up that stolen power. And it provided her enough, like, life energy to uh, resurrect one more time. Mm-hmm. But, even though she's recovered significantly in this time period, um, she's never going to be able to resist that impulse. That's why she's not coming any closer. She, yeah. even now, is, like, barely able to stop herself from killing him again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he says, I don't care. Make me into a dead apostle and we can be together. And she doesn't say anything for a while. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. She doesn't seem super into the idea. <laughs> no, no. It's like, other true ancestors made dead apostles to have as, like, servants in some way, it's implied. Yeah. But she says she likes him too much to to put him through that. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it's a, at least to some extent, it would be, he Horrible. would lose some part of himself. Uh-huh. And, yeah, that mm-hmm. sucks. Let's see. So, oh god, we're getting to the... So, she's saying that she has to go home, she's going to sleep forever so that she doesn't hurt anyone. And that she's going to be dreaming of him for the rest of forever which this part just broke my heart uh-huh. because like yeah and what a so not to say what about him because Chiki sucks in so many ways <laughs> uh-huh i like this ending better than the other one but it is definitely a like that's so mean to tell mm-hmm. Shiki, i'm gonna go sleep for eternity and literally never forget about you 
Um, but you should really try hard to forget about me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's just like... Uh, <laughs> how? <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Like, just, just tell him you hate him. That... <laughs> like, yeah, this way he doesn't get closure. And it's just like, well, she's out there somewhere dreaming about, like, a life for the two of us. And it, neither of us can have that. Shit makes shit makes me too sad, Ben. Sorry. No, it's okay. We gotta talk about it. So she says the line again. It won't have any meaning, but I'm sure it'll be really, really fun referring to her dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> and yeah, it gods, this rules. <laughs> I love this. Uh-huh. Um, we said we love sad girls. Well, turns out I love a sad boy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she vanishes and he never sees her again. And yeah, in true Shiki fashion fashion, doesn't manage to get out goodbye, uh, and like thank you for the time that we spent together until she's gone. Mm-hmm. And that just presumably just lives the rest of his life. Yeah. Like, he 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 dedicates himself to having a happy life. So that she can have a good dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Sad stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, then, if mm-hmm. that was too sad for you, can I interest you in the good end? <laughs> yeah, there is there is a CL's final lesson telling us to go back because there's another ending. But that doesn't really have too much happening in it. Yeah, Ciel's lessons may be a little disappointing. Maybe there were one or two that were good. Maybe they get a lot better. A little disappointing. Mm hmm. So, the good end. You get up to the the him waiting in the classroom, and then you have a, a choice. What's the choice? It's like um, a weird choice. It's like I don't have the exact things written down, but it's mm-hmm. basically like keep keep Cheeky's promise or never forget Arcweed. Weird. Arcweed. 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 So Arc-weed. she doesn't show up at the classroom. <laughs> yeah, and it's a different day. It's almost winter now so it's probably been like a month i think yeah i believe that somewhere in this it says it's been a month Mm -hmm. and he's still not doing great he's wondering if the change in season will help his mood a little bit but going into winter isn't exactly the cheeriest time yeah but it (laughs) does that yeah like sometimes what you need is an external change to to kind of Mm -hmm. like not not even not even be the thing that makes you change your feelings or you know change something but it's a it's a reminder that you can change mm-hmm. but yeah you're right that you know going into winter is not maybe not the best time to be <laughs> like time to be happy now so oh it's been a month since the first day of the game so it's been like oh okay. two and a half weeks something like that three weeks Three weeks it's, it's like 10 days yeah almost three weeks 11 days 11 yeah so yeah he 
is walking to school and like pondering about uh, how it all began, thinking about the Adima family. And he passes the intersection where he first bumped into Arkeid after killing her the first time. Mm-hmm. And he says that he remembers her every time he walks past it. And this time, she's there. Kicking yet her legs. An- yet another, uh, oh yeah, and she was sitting over, wait one sec. <laughs> just like that oh wait it's her she's here kicking her leggies waiting for him Uh uh-huh he starts like having a breakdown Uh uh-huh he's losing his mind and Uh she's just like hey student sam what's Uh up did you forget me yeah yeah yeah. she he he like stunned And she's mad at him for not acknowledging her. She's like, "Did you? For, how did you manage to forget me? I've been waiting so long to like see you again." Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. He's just having a breakdown, and she just wants to be hugged. What? Oh, her line, Shiki. Hey, you're acting funny. Your mouth is wide open, and so are your eyes. Well, this is kind of interesting for me, so I'll just keep watching. <laughs> she's so good, Ben. She's incredible. I love her. This snaps him back, and he whispers, like, why? And she's like, wait, speak up a little? And he screams, why are you still alive at her? This is the second, is this the second time that he has screamed right into her ear? I think so. Um, Don't make a habit of it, Shiki. She might have, like, mortal eardrums. I don't know. Probably not. Maybe maybe she does have like special eardrums that would not, mm-hmm. yeah. She's not human. That's fair, but how do you know that? Yeah. <laughs> first flaw. Important uh, biological facts that we need to know about true ancestors. First flaw: unavoidable bloodlust. Second flaw: sensitive ears. <laughs> Listen, maybe she's autistic. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So she explains how she survived, which involves explaining why she hated Roa so much. Mm-hmm. Same story as before, but a key, key difference. She didn't drink his blood. Oh, I didn't catch that. She was not the one who created Roa. He came to her and stole her powers and then and then killed the true ancestors. She didn't make him. I absolutely didn't catch that, and that's this is incredible. The pivot on, uh, this is the pivot, and I have some a lot of thoughts on that. So she's not doomed in the same way that she is in the true end. Uh-huh. But, and, and again, uh, killing Roa released enough of her power to bring her back to life. Uh, but she wasn't strong enough to resist the bloodlust while, we- while that weak. So in order to protect Shiki, she's been sleeping for weeks. Yeah, which... You know, mm-hmm. sometimes it takes weeks of sleep to to get to back, back to a up. place where you're you can talk to people. Yeah, she has a really good. It's just a really like uh, this this end. In case you can't tell, is goofy and incredibly sappy. Mm-hmm. Her saying, "You know, Shiki, while I was asleep, I was really looking forward to meeting again like this because once I did, we could go around and do so many things." It was just like, oh, you're so you're adorable. Uh-huh. Um, it's just, like, soft, and I I keep wanting to say gay, and it is not, mm-hmm. in fact, gay. It is extremely straight. It is extremely straight, but we're gay, so it feels gay. 
Yeah, because I like it. Well, <laughs> so it must thing. be gay. Shiki is such a non-character uh, in scenes like this that it's like, yeah, I'm holding Arkeet's hand. Ben, I want to hold Arkeet's hand more than almost anything. Mm-hmm. I want to hold your hand more. but you know. He does hold her hand. <laughs> and she gets yeah. all like bashful about it. Uh, but it's... he won't kiss her because they're too close to school. <laughs> yeah, he has a moment where he's like, well, I would hug her and kiss her but we're on the way to school so 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 i'm says, gonna wait uh-huh like i don't i don't Come know on. he's still in shock i guess yeah that's a, that's fair and yeah she's like oh time to go time to go we gotta go places and do things and starts like bunny hopping <laughs> how excited she is uh-huh. he's like and I he's just like uh did you forget that i have school and she's like fuck that come with me uh-huh he says uh you're right who cares about my reputation okay Arkeid, i will indulge your selfishness for for the day my princess i think this is the first time that he calls her a princess it, it is um and it's just yeah, it's mm-hmm. cute. It's cute. All of this is cute and schmaltzy. Uh-huh. Oh, right. And she asks him about the time that he told CL uh-huh. how much he loves, how much Shiki loves Arkweed. And he gets so embarrassed. <laughs> he, like, tries to dodge the question uh, and, like, scolds her for eavesdropping. And then he finally does. She pushes and he he admits it. He's like, I love you. Well, uh-huh. yeah, I guess. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so he she drags him off to fucking see another bad movie together, I guess. Uh-huh. Do anything. Hand in hand, we walk towards a new beginning for the two of us. Mm-hmm. Which is just yeah, that's a that's a happy ending. Mm-hmm. And then uh CL's final lesson for the end of Arc, Arkeid's Arc, is uh that she ominously warns us that there is more roots. <laughs> available uh-huh. now the akiha route has become available she tells us like a threat wait it's akiha and hisui is also available yeah yeah kohaku you can only play if you've done hisui's route yeah i think we're doing them in the in the quote-unquote yeah. uh preferred order which mm-hmm. is cl Arcade, cl akiha hisui kohaku yeah mm-hmm only some of that is enforced by the game. The mm-hmm. rest is uh, uh, kind of the the order that they were written to be played in, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know how such things are determined. Uh-huh. So we have a ways before we get to either of the routes that we unlocked. Uh, but we I finished. Th- right, we, did finish. we did. I don't think we covered all of the bad ends, even though we played them. But I think the, we missed a couple early on, and the, but the only one that I really care about is the ending that happens if you don't successfully choose a route. Okay, this is the one that happens, let's see. Mm-hmm. It happens on day three, but you have to do a bunch of shit in the first three days in order to get it. Because you have to balance people's affection. Oh, really? Is it day three? Oh yeah, that is day three. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. You have to, you have to, yeah, have kind of be on 
Arcoid's route, but have more affection with CL. Uh huh. Is basically how you get it. And mm-hmm. I have not seen this yet because I was planning on getting it when doing CL's route because it requires uh. it requires that you see a lot of CL's scenes. I skipped um, a lot of the CL specific scenes that I knew I was going to get later anyway, but I wanted to yeah. see since it is technically on Arcade's route, I wanted to like see it and cover it. Mm-hmm. It's mostly the same up to the moment in the hotel where Chaos is attacking, right? Yeah. And when Shiki leaves the hotel room and wanders into the the spooky hallway, it's it's very different for a bit. It, it's very horror. Hell yes! The elevator I'm so shows up. To see this. this. The elevator shows up empty, and Ooh. Shiki goes down to the tenth floor. Huh. Uh huh. The lights go off while he's in the elevator, and he has to like. He hears, like, rustling and movement around him in the dark. He manages to, like, cut the doors open with his mystic eyes, and it's, like, dark in the hallway, and it, like, smells weird. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He can, like, see the fire escape lit up on the other end of the hall. So he just sort of, like, stumbles there, and the floor is covered in water, and he keeps bumping into stuff in the dark. Hmm. Under the fire escape, there's the dogs, presumably, that go up to the 10th floor in the other end, in the, the proper route, eating a human corpse. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He's, Hungry like, in, puppy. he's very much in denial of what's happening around him. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I, I might be, too. Mm-hmm. If I, well, okay, I, <clears throat> to be clear, I would never be in this situation, because I would never see a really pretty vampire and go... Uh, what if I chopped her up into pieces? <laughs> but if I were in a situation like this, I would probably be in denial too. Yeah. So he heads, he's still heading that way because he's trying to sneak past them, get to the fire escape and get back up to the top floor. Mm-hmm. And then the elevator behind him dings and the light comes back on and he sees just carnage around him and the walls covered in like liquid animals he describes Mm -hmm. it as Uh uh-huh he uh bolts and then is uh attacked the the wave crashes on him finally Mm -hmm. and he is uh dead Mm -hmm. then we get to cl sensei's lesson three where she says she calls out that this is a rare. It's hard to get this ending. Uh huh. Yeah, you have to. You have to like basically jump through a series of hoops to get here. Mm-hmm. She implies that you have to be. You have to. You can get it by splitting. That your attention is split between her arc and Akiha. That I believe is at least somewhat true. Mm-hmm. I think you have to do like one or two Akiha things. Yeah. And the according to CL, the moral of the story is that you should pay more attention to your senpai at school. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. But with that, we are done with the Archeid route. Fuck. Yeah. That was. That sure was a thing, Ben. 
barely even cried um, on podcast. Uh huh. I did. I did a decent amount of crying. Oh, I did a lot of crying. Um, but yeah, didn't didn't cry that much on the podcast. Fen, what do you think? What did you think about like the themes and story of this route? So I think I might have said this up top, but also. <laughs> Also, it's 11.47 p.m., and I am very sleep-deprived. Mm-hmm. Um, so I may not be the most eloquent person. But I enjoy I enjoy at least at least parts of the what the true ancestors are. I enjoy... I love Arcoid. She's, She's the best. She's, She's the best part of this game. Just... She's so good. I can't... I hope that we didn't accidentally do the best route first. There's no other choice Um, we could have done. Because Arcoid is just... She's so good. Um, She's got a good amount of sad, but also is just, like, super goofy and adorable and just... Yeah, she's perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, So I love her love her um i think uh, i wish that this route was better (laughs) yeah uh especially like stuff that we have talked about so you know nothing new there Mm -hmm. um or not nothing new but to bring it all together i think it doesn't this route at i don't know that any of this game is going to make uh sexual assault or child abuse kind of quote unquote worth it or <laughs> by that i mean or justified narratively worthwhile. in its narratively worthwhile that's a good way to yeah, mm-hmm. uh to describe it um i don't know that that's gonna happen probably not probably not but i don't i especially don't think that this route uh earned its use of that stuff absolutely not the like the gore, the horror, all of that works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the yeah, uh, Shiki and Arcoid, aside from the last two sex scenes, both of which are gross to varying degrees, uh, mm-hmm. works for me. Like their relationship, them, yeah, the ways that they grow f- closer together, and I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know that I'm, like, sold-sold until pretty much the end, mm-hmm. but the ways that they ignore their circumstances and still decide to get together, mm-hmm. um, or even just, like, don't have a choice, that it's like, well, fuck, like, sure, I could pretend that I don't love her, but that's not... I what does that get me mm-hmm. <laughs> just gets me sad mm-hmm. um and so all of like a lot of this route does work for me the i again world building is great i enjoy mm-hmm. i enjoy the world building a whole lot but there's enough that just kind of i don't know broke me but it was like definitely enough for me to say i don't know if this is worth playing because we've 
we've talked about a lot of the interests, a lot of the most interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. We've talked about a lot of the stuff that made me go, made me sit up and go like, okay, mm-hmm. now we're talking. Let's let's go. Yeah, I think or or you've heard what we've said and you've heard us discuss at length some of the worst parts of this route and gone. I can deal with that, uh, mm-hmm. and I want to experience. I want to experience the rest of it firsthand, which is, you know, fair. You do you. I just, that stuff was maybe too much and too omnipresent. It was, again, not omnipresent because there are scenes where sexual assault doesn't happen, but it sure does happen enough to, to like sour me on this route. Mm Mm-hmm. What about you, Ben? What are your feelings? Well, let's see. I think that despite... I, I, okay, I've, t- I've talked a little bit about comparing Shiki to uh, Shiro Emiya from Fate's Day Night and how That's I think vibe. that his, like, his, like, um, selfishness is interesting to me. And I think that the way that the two of them, him and Arcade, are paired in this sort of, like, lonely placelessness in the world is, a uh, I like that a lot. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think they make a good pair, right? He's listless in what he wants to do with his life. She has a, a purpose that she's bound to. And she could use a little bit of listlessness and he could use a little bit of direction, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, so they work well together in that way. And I, I, I do think by the end, it ends up pretty cute. I, I wish that some things about this route were different. Absolutely. But on the basic premise of the, the two of them to get together, I think it was pretty cute. Right? Yeah. Very sad. Yeah. I, <laughs> sad in a way I like. Yeah. Or sad in a way I enjoy. I, yeah. I think I, I like the, I, I personally like the true end better, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I the good end sure theories. feels like wish uh, fulfillment. Yeah, it's like okay, here's listen, you fucks, you wanted a good ending, so here's everything you could have ever asked for. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to true end, the true end, which feels more in line with the tone of the rest of the route. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, it's very. One of the things I find most interesting about this is how. It feel it totally. This route feels very foundational for future fate stories. Oh, definitely. Uh-huh. It's very, very like the world is massive and terrifying and out of our control, and death is so close at all moments, and we have to steal a few seconds of time together before everything catches up to us. And that stuff rules. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It. Yes, that is the stuff that makes me go like, well, okay, me playing this wasn't a total waste. Yeah, uh uh-huh. It didn't didn't just give me panic attacks and make me miserable. It also had some cool stuff about, or yeah, both cool uh, kind of musing about immortality and what it means to be alive. Mm -hmm. And also just like, yeah, some good writing around, hey, how... Yeah, not just musing, but how does how do these characters act out that in the real world? Yeah. All of that is yeah, is is good, IMO. 
and it sure does set up a lot of questions that I'm sure are answered on CL's route. Uh-huh. Um, and and also in the... It has... Yeah. As a whole, it worked as both, I think, the first route in Introduction to the World and also posed enough questions that made me go, huh, mm-hmm. uh, that I'm excited to continue. Mm-hmm. Even if you're uh, also worried. Yeah, I think it also demonstrated maybe like, okay, yeah, I'm excited to continue and find out stuff. I am also so sure that we are going to run into more stuff that makes me uh, real uncomfortable, real uncomfortable, Um, which is, I don't know, fine. Mm-hmm. I guess like we're the ones who did this to ourselves. We signed up for this. Yeah. Um why did you why were going to we sign this, up for this Ben? you were going to do this with or without a podcast you had downloaded Tsukihime before i was like let's do a podcast yeah but i i well okay listen you would have probably would have finished it and uh-huh. then i probably would have finished the other four routes uh-huh um and i would would have just been miserable and no one would have had to hear me talk about <laughs> i would have listened either way this anyway yeah i think i like you're right in the it is interesting comparing shiki to shiro mm-hmm. um i think heavens feel shiro feels closer to shiki mm-hmm. than the other two routes with shiro mm-hmm. um that makes sense i don't have a lot of experience with the heavens feel version of uh shiro because i haven't watched the heavens feel movies i haven't played but i did watch unlimited blade works the yeah. anime yeah so that's is ex- my version of shiki extremely or of shiro shiro at his most <laughs> at his most yeah uh which is yeah again is like an interesting um what's the word i'm searching for um yeah there's an interesting i think in many ways shiki is proto shiro mm-hmm. um and in some ways he's just is, a little more depressed is more depressed is more is less like connected to the world mm-hmm. um because he has friends but like none of them are close yeah Adihiko is the closest we get to like a grounding force in the world you know what yeah I mean? but that's from what we've seen that's only at school mm-hmm. it's not like akihiko is like coming home over for uh like making food and like eating dinner every yeah. night it's like oh i see you at school and that's it shiki um, is not a boy wife no the okay <laughs> actually you saying that reminded me lack of food in this game Hugely is a huge bummer uh the it's so much it doesn't have so it does have time for some quiet moments mm-hmm. but mostly it's it's kind of go there's mm-hmm. a lot of like like quiet moments are still tense um it is like more so a horror game than i was expecting which i think I ends that up part was interesting working for its tone and kind of the story it wants to tell like mm-hmm. i do enjoy that uh it just i was not expecting it to be um i was not expecting it to be as much of a horror game as it is yeah 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 although uh, 
I, I can't go back to this again. There was supposed to be a lot more to this game before things popped off. And yeah. I think we probably would have gotten a lot more of the calm, <laughs> the calm stuff, the like hanging out, the making, con- probably hanging out with Arihiko, if there had been time for that in the first two weeks that got cut. Yeah, I would, I would just say, and I, I, my assumption is that they learned a lot of lessons making this game, and then when Fate Stay Night was made, they figured a lot of stuff out and made a way better game. And talked a um, lot about food. But, yeah, the thing is, like, f- things pop off in Fate pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only difference is that there's still time for regular life mm-hmm. during a Holy Grail War. Mm-hmm. Like, Emiya's still living at home... Depending on the route, Tosaka's also living there. Mm-hmm. And also maybe Sakura. Mm-hmm. And so you have three people who can cook. You have... Uh, I think they try to keep Taiga away. But there's still... There's still room for them to make dinner and like talk over dinner about their plans. Mm-hmm. And you know, go shopping in the shopping district. And there's, like, none of that here. Shiki, like, goes to school a couple of times. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't feel like he's in school. No. He he totally blows it off so much. I, and, yeah, Which, I think that is a big... Le- uh, one part of the way you were talking about them learning a lesson is, like, I think that, from from what I can see, it feels like Tsukihime, they were like, okay, we're going to have the, the normal school portion, and then we're going to have the horror portion. Yeah. And in, st- in Stay Night, they were like, we are we have to integrate these two. Yeah, which I think works, works way better. better. Shiki, Shiki in so many ways feels so disconnected from the world he's in. Mm-hmm. Not in the same way that Arcoid does, but in the, like, he has no connections that are, again, he has, like, a, a I guess a friendship with Akihiko. Arihiko. Or Arihiko? I believe so, yeah. Arihiko. But he just doesn't he doesn't like live in that world. Mm-hmm. It feels like he's just kind of like passing through. Yeah. Um and I assume that we'll maybe get a little more of that in the far side routes because mm-hmm. they do deal with the family and so like presumably he will actually stay at home. But he's moving around so much that he just doesn't he it doesn't feel like he ever roots anywhere in this route, which mm-hmm. is I I think both fine and also is yeah again it's like fine for the story that they want to tell it, I think it works but I think it it's a thing that I really enjoy about Stay Night is the the times it takes or the yeah that it takes the time to say like hey normal life goes on and it's worth it's worth pausing the action or yeah specifically it's worth having like really high intensity fight scenes and then like okay and now we're gonna have like a day or two of just cooking food and and not not just oh he eats breakfast which this Mm -hmm. game says sometimes although does he ever actually he eats so little on screen partly consciously he he avoids food most of the time yeah but yeah but there's there, I I felt that lack of. I was so excited when we got the Chikata Udon 
Yeah. Early yeah. On. Yeah. It it feels like a lack of. Let's see. What's the word I'm searching for? I I said grounding earlier. I think that's it. Is that like he doesn't? Yeah. He his end. Arcoid's story could kind of take place anywhere. Like mm-hmm. him moving back to the mansion doesn't really impact the story all that much. I mean, there are like there are moments that are important with mm-hmm. him and his sister, but like, yeah, there's 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 not much relaxing time. Mm-hmm. There's not much. Oh, he's just going about his life. It's like all focused on hunting vampire and Arcoid. Does Fuyuki City have a name in Stay Night? Uh, Fuyuki, although the two halves have different names. The, so it is named in Stay Night, the visual novel. Yes. Okay, this city is not named. Yeah. It okay, is named so that's... later, but it is not now. Huh, that's interesting. Or at least it doesn't come up, and I think that's part of what makes it so anonymous, is that they, it's, it is an anonymous city. Yeah, I think that you saying that just brought this to mind is that like, I I don't know the exact layout of Fuyuki, but I kind of, I could probably draw you a map of roughly where things are. Mm-hmm. I know there's a big bridge in the middle. The commercial district is on the other side of the bridge. Um, mm-hmm. Sakura and Tosaka's house houses are like on on the same hill. Uh, down that hill is the shopping district, and uh-huh. then kind of perpendicular to that is how you get to Shiro's house. And like none of that is in this game. The only thing I could tell you is the school is in the middle. The Automa house is on one side, <laughs> is on yeah, is on yeah. the, the back, and the mansion yeah. is on the front. It it yeah again it feel yeah that's another way in which this game feels kind of placeless or not grounded is mm-hmm. like. Oh, there are points. There is a park. There is a commercial district with a movie theater. Mm-hmm. There is an alley that gets mentioned at least twice. Mm-hmm. There's a few alleys. But, but it doesn't... There's not like, oh, I know how to get there from here. Mm-hmm. It's just, we teleport. Yeah, pretty much. Which, I, yeah, I don't know. Is like, is... is Maybe I'm giving this route and this game and in general too much credit by i keep saying i still enjoy a lot and i do still enjoy a lot of it a lot of this stuff is like i don't know that it would yeah it's not stuff that is make or break to me Mm -hmm. but it does lead to a game which feels just feels better Mm -hmm. imo it feels it feels like a place it feels like oh yeah there's there are lives happening here rather than this story is happening here yeah 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 I have an important question. Yeah. Do they live part-time in Arceus Castle? <sighs> How many maids are in the castle? How many maids are in Arceus Castle? Uh, Fen, exactly two. There's always two maids. Oh, gods, there really are always two maids, huh? <laughs> I think they have to There's always to a man live. and a lighthouse and two maids. <laughs> derailed you I think that they have to 
the they have to live part time. The actual okay, the real thing is, does Shiki eventually just true end? Does he give in to his grief? Or looking for her? And go looking for her, or um just kind of like give up. Just like live mm-hmm. his life but forget to to seek happiness. Mm-hmm. Imagine just wandering across Europe, checking every castle, and like fifty percent of them are empty, and, and the other fifty percent has uh, dead apostles in them. <laughs> what? Uh huh. Well, I'd imagine that given Shiki's luck, there'd be a lot less dead apostles in them <laughs> after he was done. Uh huh. So here's a big problem I have with the game, include up to and including the true ending. And mm-hmm. it is Arcade's complete lack of agency. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah? Arcade is going through a period of change where everything that she has known and done before is thrown into question. Why is she yeah. going through that change, Fan? Um, because she got killed? Because she well, killed her. Okay. It's, it's, that is the instigating event. The Mm -hmm. reason for a lot of the change is that she talked to a person. Yes. But, yeah, you can tag that back to, well, she only talked to a person because he killed her. Yes, but, but. She is then forevermore stuck on Shiki. Everything that, every change that she makes, everything that she does from then on is all centered around Shiki. Yeah. She doesn't get to be anything on her own. Like, we are introduced to her as some kind of terrifying and powerful monster, right? But Mm -hmm. she is never the driver of her own story. We never get to see her be strong. And if she is strong, she gets beaten down six seconds later. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, and I think yeah, it it is it is uh convenient that Shiki killing her removed all of her power. Uh huh. And yeah, I yeah, I get that. So and... here's my problem with the the true ending, which I mm-hmm. like the true ending a lot in a very sad way. I hate that Shiki gets to move on from this while she is soiled and doomed forever. I think that's dumb. <laughs> I don't know that Shiki gets to move on. <laughs> he's a kid. He will He will grow up and move on. I, I don't really think that he's going to... He will always remember her, I believe. But I don't think that his life is over in the same way that Arceus is. And Arceus' life is eternal. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> is eternally over. <laughs> you might be right. Yeah. He's human. He's gonna... He will move on. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's always going to have a bittersweet memory of her because that's the kind of person that he is. But I the thing that I don't like about the true ending is that she her life is over. For sure. She doesn't get the question. I mean she gets a what if. How so? Like, she can dream about what if her and Shiki that, that's so sad. <laughs> it and also bad. means that she can't grow. Yeah. Nothing will ever change for her. The yes. the most she can aspire to is to pine after what could have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, Which yeah. I like a lot, but again, I think it plays into this, like, 
broader scale problem with her never getting any of her own, ne- never really having her own agency. Yeah, which, mm, yeah, again, we're we're gonna have a discussion about Stay Night when we play it, mm-hmm. but oh, we're gonna have a lot of discussions. Oh boy, are we gonna have discussions about Stay Night? Um, gods, I keep I keep dreading uh a couple of those discussions because oh, it yeah if uh I don't want to say if you thought discussions on this route were uh heavy. You haven't seen anything yet, but more in the same vein of some of the discussions we've had on this round. Right. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, that's, but I don't know if I think that the, I think, the good end is narratively better. I think you're right in saying that the true end is more in keeping with the tone and direction of the story. I think yeah. that it's weird that, I, I hate the framing of the thing that makes it different is whether or not she drank blood. I I. I and the, the part of the reason that I don't like that is because it's in CL says that she did. Yeah. So yeah, that fact Which, that CL says you're wrong about her not drinking blood is erased for the good ending, which feels both cheap and also I think it's silly that Archeid's entire fate is decided a, like hundreds of years before we even see her. Yes. A lot of okay. Something that I like about the Fate series is that people have fates that they break all the time. Mm-hmm. People always have something that they are trapped by that is inter- in interesting ways complicated or moved past or they get to experience something else or they get to taste something on uh, away from what their fate should be, right? And mm-hmm. Archaea doesn't really get that except for in the good ending. Where she will actually have a chance to grow as a person and discover the world and talk to people other than Shiki. Yeah, which brings me to well, so first one, yeah, one of the things I wanted to say was mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Stay Night does a lot with I think characters, yeah, having a chance to it, both criticizing the main character for taking away other characters' agency and uh, plays with yeah what characters use their agency to do etc etc yeah that's a really good point ben Mm -hmm. and uh i wish that this was route was better at it i'm hoping that cl we get more of her being cool cl rules and like at least in this route cl very much has her own thing going on and can not take or leave shiki she definitely has a crush on shiki Mm -hmm. but yeah, CL's very like, uh, it's a shame I'm gonna have to fucking either let you die or kill you. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, she has a crush. She's not, like, head over heels in love. She's like, you helped me with those splints, and so I kind of feel bad uh, throwing you <laughs> to the dogs, but... Yeah, which is like, I'm interested to see the other routes. I don't... Yeah, I don't know that this is going to be the only one where we leave going, damn, really wish that uh-huh. uh, she had different. more ex- uh, not uh-huh. uh, more agency. Absolutely. I think that uh, going into mechanical stuff, did you have any more like story stuff for right now? I don't think so. But I'm. I think yeah. that Tsukihime is definitely an early work. It does have a, it has a very fan 
uh fa- like fan comic vibe. Ab- uh-huh. Well, or yeah, or uh, I, I think I said this in the intro to the our first episode mm-hmm. twenty hours ago. Um, I mean it's actually closer to what sixteen? Mm-hmm. Gods, <laughs> that's so close to twenty, Fen. <laughs> that's so close to twenty. How did we do this to ourselves? It it feels like yeah, a Dojin Circle VN that was put together maybe not for a jam it's a little longer than a lot of those Mm -hmm. but certainly a group of people who are interested in doing a thing doing it without like a ton of budget (laughs) some some of the sprite works is is okay you know what i mean the characters are cute yeah you can see where the the fate art style is going to develop from you know what i mean I like I like the backgrounds. A lot of the backgrounds are really pretty. Uh-huh. Even it or they're muted, but they work. Yeah. I think they do work for this like the the anonymity of the this story, right? They're not that yeah. distinct, but they do There the are across. some that are really close to backgrounds in Stay Night. Mhm. I the one shot of Archid hanging over him while he's sleeping like a oh cat, my God. like a horrible Mwah. cat. Mwah ideal uh, that's the best drawing in the game so far um the writing is kind of rough the translation is a little lot rough i, I think ex- it could have <laughs> yeah translation is a little rough the existence of sex scenes um is a travesty the the ones that are fine and the bad ones are i don't know that it yeah there's like fade to black i really wish so with Fate Stay Night, the version that uh, translation patches work on is the Relta Nua version, which removed the sex scenes. Yes. And so the the translation patcher has an option to add them back in, but you mm-hmm. always have the option to just toggle to save for work mm-hmm. and just not see them. Even if you, even if at install time you add them back. So and that just feels i really wish and mm-hmm. i assume that the remake will have this just have different scenes that aren't this not sexy uh-huh. <laughs> um like yeah have have uh Arcoid and shiki you know curl up on the final night and just like sleep together that's adorable mm-hmm. i don't need i don't need them having sex i um, think it could be done well uh, especially in this where yeah, the, yeah. it's not that last night is not an, it, it doesn't make excuses for what it is right yeah and i like that but you can't like you've said before you can tell that they don't want that nasu doesn't want to write those scenes yeah it's, he's very interested in sexuality and characters being sexy but not in actually depicting them having sex and i get that yeah not in the mechanics of these two people having sex Mm -hmm. yeah um and i think yeah if well so yeah it's an interesting case of i mean they're i'm they're there because that was the expectation at the time they're there because you didn't put out big games like this without that are like at least romance adjacent Mm -hmm. without sex scenes which 
Yeah, it just feels so weird for something like this because that's not at all why you're here. Mm-hmm. Um, it I, I don't know how days, long it took here. me to it took me to read through the first route, like not super long. Um, but the amount of time I'm I am reading a sex scene is like I I don't know probably like less than half an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, compared with. I don't know, maybe 20 hours to get through this. Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels, yeah, they, I understand why they are there. I, it doesn't make me any happier that they are. Yeah. Especially since they're so, there's like, not counting the CL one that we skipped. We, we saw what four sex scenes and three of them were unforgivably bad. And one of them was, Oh, I guess fine. Yeah. Wow. Three of them were real bad, huh? Yep. Damn. <sighs> like two and a half, I guess. One half of that sexy of the last one is fine. Yeah. Yeah. But it starts bad. Uh-huh. I yeah. I think the pacing is kind of a nightmare in this game. Uh, oh, it's uh, it's uh I think I'm I am hmm. The hard cuts between wild shit and normal shit work for me, right? Yeah, yeah. But I do think there's no... Okay, there's action scenes. There is the same, almost exact same going to waking up, going to school thing with very little variation. Because we don't know those characters very well. The Hisuis and the Kohaku and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And... So there's action. There's the really boring domestic stuff without that much development. And then there is exposition. Mm-hmm. And there's no breathing room, really, besides... I I don't count the exposition as breathing room, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, yeah, it's it's doing really heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. The, the reason that the beginning of day nine, the, the date, is such a good high point, you know what I mean? Is oh, because it, it takes time. Yeah, it's perfect. It's it's very slow, like, oh, we're just fucking around. But they get into these, like, really good philosophical discussions that are explicit, uh, explicitly talking about the way that they see the world and talking about mm-hmm. the themes of the game in a, in a real way. And I think that's really good stuff. Yeah, that and, and yeah, as you said, that, that date hits on... It does feel like, for a moment, Cheeky does live a life. Mm-hmm. He's a person. Yeah, he's a person and, like, does things in the world and that rules. And then I we go back to, you know, the rest of the uh-huh. game. But, yeah, you're right. The pacing is a little bit of a mess. I think it's not... This may just be me having a higher tolerance mm-hmm. slash having read more games like this. Yeah, slash, uh, some part of this is almost definitely just uh, nostalgia for this style and mm-hmm. type of game. Again, not type. Most of the most of the visual novels that I read when I was younger um, were way shorter and not mm-hmm. route based. Just kind of um, perhaps yeah, kinetic novels more so than like choice based things. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, um, but yeah it's it's not it's not uh what you might call 
perfect. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I was engaged the whole time. Like, there were some scenes the, that are kind of boring, but, like, I'm... this. It's a very experiential style of writing, right? Where you see just about everything that happens. I don't... Yeah. They glaze over stuff, but we get... I'm at, I'm in bed. I wake up. I go to school. This yeah, happens. I think this, it's interesting the, through the whole day. The pieces of that that are included versus those that are yeah, applied. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, and, and some of it is not really spoke. Like we'll get oh I'm in school uh and then school's over or it's lunch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's very it's very dense and I think that works to its credit. But I also think that. It's hard to follow some of it when everything's just layered on top of other bits. I enjoy the hard cuts in tone when they are between scenes. I don't think that they work as well when it's a scene where it's cutting from sorry to to flirty to oh, it's a fight now. Yeah. Um. Uh-huh. It just feels like it's doing too much. Yeah, it's more breathing room. Or that it doesn't know what it wants to be. Uh-huh. Like, sure, I could, I'm totally down for, oh, we're, like, kind of flirting. Oh, no, something bad ha- showed up. Mm-hmm. But don't, don't, yeah, don't do that in the space of, like, three words. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Or, y- yeah, don't, don't have several cuts in tone over the space of you know three or four dialogue boxes like yeah, that's not it's a bit much it's not enough time to to yeah i think you you could do that intentionally and maybe you know do something with that mm-hmm. but it doesn't it feels more like the game doesn't know what it what it's trying to do uh than it does this was an intentional thing mm-hmm what else we got? The music is fine. Uh, I, I like, like the sexist I music is a lot sad of sad piano. <laughs> I think it's it's a little bit um, anonymous again. It's I, the most distinct one is the chanting and the drums, which fucking rules. But sorry, uh, Ben. I think you mean the most distinctive one is the little the bit of the do 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 do. I will I will put it in here. So mm-hmm. that you don't have to listen to me say. You're so cute, though. I I want to listen to you do that again. The little like piano bit I that just plays ninety percent of the time. I also do like that piece. Yeah, it it's very good. I didn't realize until looking like literally looking at the tracks that there were two versions of that piano piece. <laughs> Is there? Uh huh. Um. I I made sure that I didn't just fuck up copying files around. They're two different lengths. They're two different sizes. It's two different versions of that piano piece. I have a bit in my notes where I complain about it not being full screen. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I, I die every time I listen to that bit of you going, You can make it full screen? <laughs> what? Um... Those weren't your exact words, but no, um, I know exactly. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, yeah, I think I 
I'm so excited to play better made games. <laughs> or that's not even true. It's games that are made on newer technology that just adds like ease of use stuff. Mm-hmm. One thing that I forgot to mention when we were talking about technically starting off is that there's no way to change the volume in game. Uh-huh. It's loud. It's a little loud, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so the only thing you can do is like go into Windows Volume Mixer and turn it down, mm-hmm. which is like not something I've had to do for something in a very long time. Uh yeah, it the the lack of variety of music hurts mm-hmm. it but i do enjoy the music that is there it's again this is this is at least partially nostalgia it 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 feels right for <laughs> this uh it specifically along with all of the other technical stuff having 10 tracks feels right mm-hmm. for yeah for what it is Okay, let's talk briefly, because I know you're tired, about loose ends and predictions for the next routes. (sighs) Do we have any loose ends? I mean, we have a a ton of questions that this route brought up. We don't Um, know Shiki's real origins. We don't know his family. We don't know why he's got uh, mystic eyes in his bloodline. We don't... Uh There's a lot of stuff we don't know about the family. Yeah. Uh, his knife has a weird inscription, and his dad gave it to him. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It seems weird. Um, we we're about to find out a bunch about CL. Why the fuck did he jump Archaea in the first place? Yeah. Are we gonna get a wow. better answer we... to that? I really hope we get an answer to that sometime. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I think he answers it at some point, and it's I wanted to fuck her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he. Is he gonna attack CL too? You know what I mean? Like, why? Yeah, no, he, no. He yeah, didn't what just is. want to fuck her. <laughs> we have to get answers on murder horny mode. Yeah, he's like, he turns into a whole different fucking horny pervert. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there's a lot of loose ends. A lot of them feel like setups for other routes. Yeah. That is like, well, this sure is a question. Wonder where you're gonna find out about that. Maybe over that other route. Um, mm-hmm. predictions. CL's I'm, route is absolutely going to be a mirror of Ark's route. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. Tbh, I think we've got the same. I think we've got the same villain. I the think same villain for sure. I don't. We're going to be learning a lot about. Uh, instead of learning about a sad vampire, we're going to be learning about a sad killer nun. Yeah. So in yes, a like tonally a mirror. I don't know that plot-wise it is. No, I, I don't think exactly it's going to be the same. It's likely to kind of take some twists and turns. Funhouse mirror. Yeah. <laughs> that we're not expecting, which is exciting. Uh, I, I'm i going to bet that CL's not human. Hmm. I mean, that was already kind of said, but... She could be a homunculus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. I'm interested to see when slash if Arcade becomes a real villain. I would. Oh, God. I'm sure she gets killed in, in one of these routes. 
I wouldn't be surprised if CL's route deals with also killing her. Yeah, I have CL hates her, but also I feel like part of me suspects that Archid will be a monster in a late route. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I was going to say Akiha's Akiha's absolute hatred of vampires makes me think that or vampires and CL and Arcuid makes me think Arcuid <laughs> makes me think that it's entirely possible that it's one of the far side routes that uh-huh. deals with one or or multiple of the far side routes that kind of make our first two uh heroines enemies. Mm-hmm. The the way that you describe Akiha uh, acting around Arceid Archeid makes me wonder again is there is there a true ancestor blood in her line is that I'm why she hates so her so curious does she have a personal vendetta against true ancestors because of what happened to them to their to her bloodline that's an excellent question uh-huh uh-huh yeah the akiha route i think again roa is going to be a big part of that uh-huh because he's the brother he's akiha's brother oh yeah yeah he sure is huh uh-huh. So, yeah, I, I think I, I have less of an idea of what that that route will be story-wise. Aside from that, it's obviously going to be about the Tona family. Mm-hmm. It's, so, looking at the flowchart, which I'm I'm looking at zoomed out, so I can't, like, read any of these labels. Good. Akiha's route is, like, uh, looks like about double the length in terms of, like, unique huh. stuff to that route. Looks like it's about double the length of the other two Farsad routes. Interesting. Which is interesting. One of them only has one ending, too. It makes sense that um, Hisui and Kohaku don't necessarily have as much on their individual routes. I'd assume that there's a lot that's, like, shared there. I have no Um, idea what is going to happen in their routes. Yeah, that's... So that's the actual thing, is I have... We at least know who possible villains are for CL. And and we know Just, a lot of things that will be answered in Akiha's route, too. Like, how the fuck did she save his life? What happened to his point of death? All that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that stuff will probably get touched on there. But, yeah, the, the, I'm, it's exciting because the scope and arc of the far side routes are completely unknown to me right now uh-huh. and me too the main stuff that i knew about this game was true ancestor shit okay so we're both flying well next route i guess we're, yeah we're still both flying relatively blind mm-hmm. i know you know some know stuff about the about church CL. Okay. I knew something. Just one thing, and it's very funny. It's the thing where I accidentally saw it on the wiki yesterday, or the other day, and I was like, I can't tell you what this is, Fat. I am excited to learn. Uh, hopefully uh, it will happen soon so that we can... Well, very, very funny. I guess we're not talking about it immediately. No. Yeah. My notes, I, I say, is some more shit about how annoying I find it that... Uh, the better you get to know a girl, the more normative her sexual desires have to be for her mm-hmm. to be a viable uh, love interest. <sighs> I'm I'm sure we're going to get some of that. Um, yeah. Also, fucking everything with Akiha's going to suck. 
Uh-huh. That, yes. That is undoubtedly, there's going to be a lot on the Akiha route that just Deeply makes me want to turn off the game. Uh-huh. Not enough to stop doing this because I am curious. Yeah. Uh, but definitely enough to make me say a lot of words into a microphone about it. Uh-huh. Bad words into a microphone. Negative yeah. words. Yeah. Words that are not complimentary. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. And the next time well, we're going to be starting the last of the near side routes, uh, CL's route. Yeah. Uh, next time it'll likely be, uh, start with a brief overview of what gets us to unique CL content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll talk um, about the individual scene, the scenes that are with CL that get, that are different, like hanging yeah. out with her at lunch and stuff like that. Yeah. And like, you know, give a, give a one sentence summary for days that don't differ, etc. Yeah, the boring um, stuff. But we'll, we'll be doing that and then talking about well we'll see how how dense cl's route is and uh so we can't tell you right now how much is gonna fit in what we can tell you is that we're gonna try to make episodes uh shorter yeah 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 we're gonna we're our goal time is like two hours an episode ben they're all four and a half for this arc i know so there's gonna be There's going to be less packed into each episode, but that'll be fine in the future. Yeah. We're we're still getting the hang of it. We're we're scrappy podcast um fucking what are we? We're scrappy podcast what? Uh babies. Gays? <laughs> we're scrappy podcast gays. We're doing our best. So, since we're at the end of episode 1, let's do an outro. Uh Do you have an outro? Thank you for joining us. Thank you for I'm, joining us. I'm Fen. You can find me at Fennec underscore Fox, F-E-N-I-C underscore FX on Twitter. Right. And ben, I'm Ben Ems. <laughs> you can find me at Ben Ems on Twitter. And you can find my not safer work writing at Doom Gender on Twitter also. One day, let's meet in the digital sea. <laughs>